0: 3D6 Down the Line. Hey everyone, welcome back to 3D6 Down the Line. We have sort of a special mini episode for you here. We know that a lot of you have been clamoring to discover what happened to Rin and the rest of the party (laughs) when the rest of those fools teleported to points beyond. Uh, So we're about to discover what that is. I myself do not know. Uh, David has been apprised of the situation up to the point where the other party members disappeared after uh, crossing certain planes in front of that blue pillar that's in the center of the room that we're about to describe here. Uh, but David has refrained from discovering where they teleported to, so he has no idea. So he is basing this purely it's upon fun. the facts as they are given in the current scene, um, and he's going to decide from that point. So I'm looking forward to finding this out as well. So... Uh, we're going to be calling this attack on effects, but uh, uh, but it is sort of like an inserted episode in between episode 50 and episode 51, so it's sort of like 50.5. Uh, oh, and by the way, my name's John. I'm the referee for the evening, and of course, we have here David Plain Wren. Yes. Uh, okay, so uh, we're doing a, a little one-on-one sort of session here, but it's not just Wren in the party, so when the other uh, par- party members disappeared... Who was left behind was Rin, who was the sole PC left behind. But standing with them um, on the stairways, on the stairway entering up into the room from the northern end alongside Rin are Elizabeth, the druid, and Yost, the fighter, um, along with Lyta, who was the uh, thoroughly, um, th- thoroughly insane uh, woman who they discovered back in the Lost Chambers of Arden. So Lyda is not technically a retainer because she has no ability to really carry anything or or obey orders or fight or anything like that. She's purely an NPC, but she's very happy um, to have left the Lost Chambers, and uh, the party as a whole has promised her to get her out. Um, so, but she is right now. She's in a bit of a state because she she's watched a bunch of her new newfound companions disappear. Yost and Elizabeth are also very unhappy that both of their respective hirers, um, their employers, have also disappeared. Um, So they are left with this guy who is brand new. (laughs) This this rather standoffish. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Perfect. So, so, like, basically, who is the retainer here, really, right? (laughs) Like, these guys are veterans of the party. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so. First things first, um, I'm going to be playing, I'm going to be rolling for Yost and Elizabeth. Um, David will run them as retainers, though, so I won't be making any decisions for them. Um, Right now, uh, Elizabeth has Animal Friendship, Invisibility of the Animals, and Cure Light Wounds for her spells. She is wielding Ignis, um, which was Goran's old uh, uh, Gladius sword, the one that can light on flame, and... Uh, Yost is carrying, as always, the Black Iron Spear and shunning armor, as is the way. Um, what, is it, what spell does uh, Rin have memorized
1: right now? I have Charm Person memorized. Which Excellent. Seems like a fun one.
0: <laughs> okay. So it is the third of Gelenios. I can't remember the exact turn when all the disappearing happened. So I'm going to I kind of look back at the old time tracking sheets and I'm just going to call it loosely for your vector of the campaign. Um, we're starting at 9 a.m. on the third of Gelenios, okay? All right. That's where you're going to be. I'm going to record this separately uh, on a separate sheet here for Rin. Okay. Um, first question I have for for you, David, is would you like Elizabeth to wield Ignis plus shield, or would you rather her have Jochen's bones out? Or would you rather have a lantern?
1: Uh, there, are there any natural light sources? Sorry if, uh, I'm asking things that have already been covered, but I just want to get a, a quick appraisal. There is nothing light sources. Okay. Yeah. So, so I would have, um, and, and, and Ignis has the ability to set fire, but it has a duration with which it can do so only one D six rounds. So it's very brief. Yeah. So I'll wait on that. So I'm going to have, I'm going to have Elizabeth have, uh,
0: the lantern out a lantern. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, I guess, a, for now, a free hand, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to take off an oil flask on my end. And she's going to start a lantern. Very good. So that's a 24, 1, 2, 3, 4. That is Lizbeth's lantern. Okay, and in her other hand?
1: <sighs> I mean, I'm tempted. I just, I don't think at the moment Jochen's bones is is something that I need. So I'll just have her other hand be free for the moment yeah
0: okay she has a shield if you want her to a shield eh. Eh. she'll be fine okay <laughs> and don't forget too if you want her to do and um it, the, the present the bones It has to be two hands okay that's good to know I should I should
1: uh note that as well yeah. um uh yeah I think I think for the first couple things I'm curious about she won't need to have her shield out but that might be a famous last words okay sort of situation
0: (laughs) (laughs) your fellow players watching this are just shaking their heads (laughs) Uh, oh i'm sure
1: i'm sure okay
0: so uh uh, real quick for the audience i'm just going to give a quick brief uh reprisal of what the room looks like um and uh might help you as well david okay so uh what we're looking at here is a circular chamber it's approximately 40 feet in diameter in the direct center of the chamber there is a uh a 20 foot 25 foot tall hexagonal pillar Um, but that does not, um, oh, it, it does reach to the top. So the, the, the top is actually 25 feet above. So it's basically like this pillar in the direct side of the room that supports it. And the floor is covered with, um, blue dust and shards of blue tiles as well. Okay. Uh, it looks like the pillar itself had been covered with blue tiles at one point, but most of them have fallen off and broken around the edge and, uh, and the walls um, it looks the, the the dome and the walls used to be covered in light blue tile as well, but have also most of those have also crumbled. So the whole impression is just generally like blue everywhere, right? Um, however, there is a clear path that has been swept aside, um, or just through a uh, lots amount of foot traffic has been forged from the pillar leading eastward, um, or. Vice versa, whatever, you can't really tell because you can't see any footprints. It's just literally just a path of clear flagstone that leads to the eastern passageway. And speaking of passageways, there are four egresses, each at the cardinal points. They're all just a little bit off-center, but the uh, Ted's map is accurate. So you have not... No one has been able to cross the halfway point of this room to get to the south. Everyone has disappeared in that attempt, okay? So... Uh, you can surmise that each of the um, facets of the pillar have at eye line a carved face in them of some sort. And you have gotten the details about four of them. So uh, on the northwest is a uh, goblin face. On the northeast is a bearded face that has been graffitied over top with Mithric mm-hmm. graffiti. Mm-hmm. Um, the eastern one was a noblewoman. And the western one was a... Uh, a caricature of a priest of Thoth. There's more detail to those. Um, but the, um, what was I going to say? Oh, so we're going to retcon a little bit of a thing here. I have a lot to thank uh, our community members for suggesting this as a good reason. I made a mistake last session in episode 50 about how I handled the teleportation. I didn't realize that there were triggers that needed to be, um, that needed to be in place for the teleportation to actually occur. Instead of retconning it, I just like rolling with it. And so what we're going to do is we're going to say that some other entities at some indistinct point in the past, could have been recent, could have been a long time ago, you're not really sure, had placed the, the correct triggers in the priest and the noblewoman's face, which caused the teleportation to occur. Thus, the, the magical effect was ongoing and active because the triggers were never taken out. Okay, so here is what is new information that I have retconned into the scene. This is for you, David, because you, you're not aware of this yet, okay? Love it. Uh, so first of all, the Northeastern face was a very handsome young man, lively eyes, a trim beard, um, and initially I said there were empty sockets. And that, uh, that face actually spoke when it was approached. And it says, I cannot see the path. Help me to see clearly. It did speak, but in addition, there was one strange golden eye that was in its left eye socket, but the other eye socket is empty. That gold eye has been exquisitely carved or created. Um and it, it, it's so lifelike that it actually has like lashes and the differing parts of the eye, like the iris and the sclera and the cornea, you know, all that sort of stuff, has all been perfectly rendered. Um, and it fits perfectly into that socket, but it stands out from the carved face of the blue pillar because it's gold, right? Like it's solid gold, and it's just sitting in the eye socket, okay? Yet it says the same thing. I cannot see the path. Help me to see clearly. The face itself has been defaced. The nose is broken. Um, The features are worn, and there is ancient graffiti that has been scrawled across the front of the face, okay? The goblin... I believe is as listed. Uh, let me just double check here. Yeah, so uh, the goblin is on the northwestern side. A wizened goblinoid face has pointed ears and pointed teeth and a grinning mouth. However, the nose is completely absent, and it's um, leaves like a three-inch diameter hole, at least like a foot deep. All right, um, you can like easily place a hand in there, that sort of thing. Now. The important ones, the ones that actually teleported people, first the western one, which was the uh, the uh, caricature of the priest of Thoth. Where is he here? On the west. Okay. Narrow face of a man with pronounced cranium, sharp chin, and a crooked nose. Um, at the man's throat is an ibis medallion. The uh, in the, I had said that there was nothing in this guy's eyes that they had small round holes for the eyes. Um, However, there are two ancient silver Arcantian pennies that are in those eye sockets. Okay. On the other side, on the eastern side, there is the woman. This is a dignified middle-aged woman with aquiline nose, pursed lips, and narrowed eyes. She has very large circular sockets for her eyes. And where I had said that they were empty, they are now actually have two ancient gold solidi in the eyes. Okay, so the woman has two ancient gold solidi, the priest has two ancient silver pennies. Interesting. Okay, yeah, that's really good to know. We don't come across the ancient silver pennies that often. They are um, dime sized, so they're they're actually smaller than modern silver pieces, and the ancient gold solidi are actually larger than. Regular gold and modern gold pieces. Would I recognize them from the cursed pennies I found? Definitely, yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> technically, Ren didn't find, but yeah.
0: I mean, you can't tell Sorry. if they're cursed or not. But you could definitely yeah, peg yeah. them as like, oh, those are those are Arcantian coins. Cool. Okay. So that's the deal. You have no idea uh, what the other two faces on the south side are. Okay. All right, that's great to know. I was.
1: Uh, I'm gonna toggle meeting myself while I type since I have this egregious keyboard so <laughs> you, you'll sure. know if that's the case yep. but um all right so uh fascinating
0: um if you need any uh, further clarification just let me know
1: i think like you know uh you know on the effigies all of those make sense to me uh uh you know i there there was some speculation i made for the audience's sake uh when watching that um there's a bit of editorialization going on on the part of the architect of this room's because some, some characters had very, uh, uh, it seemed to have very uh, complimentary representations and others do not. Um, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But uh, my current uh, speculation for that reason and others, which may change as we investigate, was that uh, this is a teleportation hub of some sort and that those uh, various statues represent different cultures, in this world and perhaps locations attendant to those cultures. So whether that is the case or not, I will find out. (laughs) Yeah. One thing you can (laughs) tell for certain is (laughs) the the four faces
0: you've seen, even though one is a goblin, you can definitely confirm that all of them are, um, uh, well, except for the goblin, they they depict Arkantians. They all are? Okay, that's good to know, actually. Okay. The goblin is, it's kind of tough to sell because it's not wearing, it's not depicted wearing any sort of dress or anything like that, right? Because it's just face, it's a All these are ba reliefs, by the way, just so you're Mm -hmm. aware. Not carved in, but carved out, right? Yeah. And they, uh, but the goblin has, like, the features of what you know culturally to be, like, imperial goblin, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, uh, just be aware. But yeah, you're correct. The priest appears to have been, um, like, a wild caricature. While the the bearded man is, is, is actually, how, how should I put this? The bearded man is not only handsome, but is also the most well-carved. You actually might surmise that the bearded man might have been carved by a different sculptor than the others. Okay, it's that different in, in quality of sculpt. The um, Quality the, and, sorry, go ahead. And what? Uh I'll let you finish your saying and then I'll ask some questions how about that. Oh just uh Sorry. just just that the um the the dignified middle-aged woman is um portrayed it appears to be realistically. She's not like the ideal of beauty or anything like that. Looks like okay. someone, you know, had someone take a uh, pose or something like that and and, and carve um but uh, the priest is definitely not someone that uh it was not a flattering depiction.
1: All right. So that may uh, challenge immediately my culture assumption, but that doesn't change the fact that there's probably locations attached with these since there are differences between them. But um, OK, so and you said ball relief, which means it's emerging from the wall, which is very important to some other things. I'm Pillars to... to be to be clear, the pillar. Sorry. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, I keep I keep. Confusing in my mind's eye that it's on the pillar, not on the opposite wall to the pillar. So that's very good to know. Um, Okay. So um, um, uh, the one thing I was going to ask about the bearded man, Mm -hmm. since I can see him, is uh, 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 if it appears to be a different style, does it also appear to be a different material or does the material seem less? aside from like it being defaced, does it seem less um, worn with time? In other words, does this seem like a later addition to this
0: pillar? It, it, you don't know that. I can't tell you that. Cause I don't think you have a, would have a background to, to know that exactly. Um, the fate, the features are worn, but so are the features of everybody else. So they've all been here for some significant amount of time. Um, but you might, you have an inkling that, um, That the the workmanship is very, very good, but it is possible, just how much of a difference there is with the bearded man that perhaps that it may not have been carved out of this pillar. It may have been placed there in an ingenious manner. If
1: you know what I mean. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. Love that. Uh interesting keep meeting myself
0: and it is of course the only one that has actually spoken yes that's the other that's the other notable spoken thing. in modern okay. arcantian too
1: okay but it is defaced with mythric yes right. yes okay okay that's good to know. um uh i can't recall if the others tried to talk to him but i will say uh oh there man uh How might I help you see clearly and see if he says anything different? It does not say anything. Okay. I am going to very carefully approach the pillar from the side. I know won't won't transport me anywhere. (laughs) So, so just so I'm a little closer. Okay. Um, I'm going to have, let's have the retainers kind of stay, uh, middle distance between the Northern stairwell and, um, the pillar. Okay. um, there is, uh, 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 no, there's no
0: face on the northern side of this, correct? No. Okay, good. Because the point is, the point is, um, directly north, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. the, What's facing you that you can see immediately or is, or is the northeast and the northwest. Those are the two facets that you're seeing. Um, when I approach, uh, um
1: the pillar from the north. Mm -hmm. First, I'm going to look at the goblin side, and I just want to confirm that the three-inch crevice within its nose looks um,
0: like a socketed rather than a defaced hole. Is this correct? No, it looks like... You don't know if it's been defaced, but it obviously at one point had a nose, and it it was... it was removed with some sort of um, blunt force, right? Like it, it wasn't like it was like carved out and, you know, slotted out or anything like that.
1: In other words, it's not like these golden eyes that are sitting within, the, or the golden eyes
0: sitting within the handsome man's. Th- that's uh, correct, yeah, yeah. But it is a rather large and deep recessed cavity in there. Um, let me let me get uh,
1: uh, Elizabeth to hand me uh, a lantern and let me just hold that lantern in front of the hole and see if I
0: see anything. Okay. Yeah, it's uh it, so it goes at least um uh at least a foot like into the pillar. Right? Through the carving into the pillar. Um and it it does appear to be that so it's kind of weird. It looks like the where the nose would have normally have projected was wrenched off and broken off. However, the cavity behind the nose appears to have like a flat bed when you shine the light in it, like deep into the things as if um, something it, it was carved to be like a chamber uh, inside the sculpture. Do you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. As if, as if something perhaps had been hidden
1: within this uh, uh, sculpture and, and extracted from that perhaps. chamber.
0: Yeah. But there is nothing. there was nothing. Bru- in there but
1: right my first. Okay. Um, uh, and, and a close inspection doesn't uh, reveal to me beyond that, any sort of change in material or any, holes or mechanisms on either side that might correlate to the other faces left to right of it? No. Nothing else? Nope. Okay. Um, um, and just to confirm
0: I got everything. Um, I'm going to say you're there... of the goblin and the, um, the bearded face has taken a turn.
1: Cool. Um, I, I thought I noted down the goblin's details, but um, all I have is it doesn't have a nose. So there's nothing else on it that I notice as a distinguishing aspect, like another socket uh, or a object that is of a different material stuck in. Again, using the golden eye as the reference point or the Arcantian pennies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: Not, uh, not that you can see. If you want to spend another turn, you can be hundred uh, percent sure. But up? Up to you. Um, I'm going to wait on that. Uh, uh,
1: what I'm going to do is spend that turn going over to our handsome man. And I want to very closely inspect the seam around uh, his face Mm -hmm. and inspect the empty eye socket. Uh, as well as I I suppose the full eye socket, The, the intent of which is, uh, if I suspect that this is not carved from the pillar, but, uh, added to it. I want to see if there are any seams that I could pry or that might have a latch that I could like open, like there would be a chamber behind him or any, any sort sure. of like mechanisms or things like that.
0: That'll take a turn. Are you okay with that? Yes. Okay. All right. So you really give the bearded man a, a close look. Are, are you handling with your fingers? Or are you just looking? Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. I think I'm, I'm thinking I'm handling with my fingers. I'm going to feel around the seams and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not going to pull the golden eye with my hand. Gotcha. Or press it. Like I want to be careful not to engage with that.
0: Understood. Okay. So first of all, you can definitely find seams, but um, it's so ingeniously placed on the pillar that, like, the mortar that connects um, and glues the the, what appears to be a separate piece of stone to the pillar is almost invisible. Like it's it's really really fine workmanship, right? It's only because you're really taking the time and you had a suspicion um, that you're able to find it, but there is no weakness, right? You would literally have to brute force this thing off. Um, and you definitely don't find any catches that just sort of detaches it, right? So there's nothing like, sure. that. Um, nothing it was, like that. You can sure. 100% confirm that the thing was carved and then it was um, seamlessly uh, implemented. Er, it put on, onto the uh, pillar. Uh, the eyes are interesting in the fact that when you compare them to the other two sculptures that have um, coins in the eyes, those, the only thing that sort of marred their realistic appearances on the noble woman and the priest was the fact that the, um, the sockets where the coins are, are not realistic. Like they were there the the eye sockets were, were made to be perfectly round so that, um, round coins could fit into them. You understand? So Mm -hmm. they don't look, that's the only thing that doesn't make them look normally normal. However, this face is absolutely lifelike right um and so the eye sockets are exactly what a like a biological eye socket would look like minus all the blood <laughs> right And the gold eye that is in the left socket, you can tell that it is it's resting in there. It is not of a piece, right it's it's made out of solid gold and it's resting in there. It might actually be able to be taken out. you're not really sure you haven't tried yet. Um, but that eye as I as I described is perfectly carved and it is. Um, the exact dimensions of like a real human eye, right? Um, so uh, spherical, I guess so, but, but it was made to sort of fit into a, a perfect uh, human eye socket. In addition, when you're up close with your nose like right up against the face, um, the level of detail is uncanny in that um, it, like the, the sculptor carved crow's feet, like laugh lines, right? Wrinkles, blemishes on the skin are actually um, incorporated, are actually carved into the skin, Right, it's literally it looks like super real, except it's just stone.
1: <laughs> you know. For what it's worth, was there any temperature difference on the stone? Was it emanating any warmth of its own? No, it was not. No. Okay. Um, I I will do a mental note of what this face looks like in case I see it later. I suppose.
0: Okay. <laughs> but uh, oh, I did tell the guys. Uh, I don't know if you if you remember this when sorry. you listened that the that there is would it be the same? You know what? It wouldn't be the same with you but we'll say that maybe they related to you for the people who were like citizens of the empire. They had this vague inkling that they should have recognized what the face is, but they couldn't quite place it. Right. And I basically cut them off and cause they were, they were, the players were trying to dig around in the past, like their notes and stuff like that to figure it out. But I was just like, it, it, it's just, yeah. you, you yeah. don't know. Right. Great. Yeah. But you as an elf, I don't think you would have any sort of familiarity at all. Okay. That's fine. It's totally fine. Um,
1: All right. So I'm not going to touch the eye there yet. Um, uh, And the opposing side is the Thothian caricature. Uh, Oh, no, sorry. Uh, 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 Handsome man, geek goblin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to get near the others yet. (laughs) Okay, so um, I'd like to do a couple quick tests before getting too close to anything. Um, Can I pick up a pebble, John, Mm -hmm. from the ground? And I would like to test on either side. Mm-hmm. Um throwing it basically at the midpoint on the east and west between the wall and the um pillar and see if they disappear. Gotcha. On both
0: sides, right? Yeah. So I'll try one than the other. Yeah. Okay. Uh they do not disappear. They, okay. they react normally. Clatter on the other mm-hmm. side of the room. Mm-hmm. 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 Good to know. Also, just so you know for Metawise, um, I will not got you. Gotcha. Where they teleport, yeah, like you—you you saw the plane that they cross where they, um, uh, teleported. So you, you don't have any danger of stepping through there unless you. Tell
1: <coughs> I me would comprehend that. it.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 That's
1: good to know. Um, all right. Uh, uh, just one second. Double checking a couple inventory items. Okay. Um, I would like to next. Uh, I would like to judge the height you said uh, uh of these bar reliefs roughly at my own eye line are they at like a human eye line yes so like six feet from the ground
0: yeah basically mm-hmm.
1: okay and they come they protrude out from the uh uh, uh the pillar presumably several inches yeah mm-hmm. is, it, is it sort of like a full head or a half of a head or like something half like that a head,
0: yeah like half
1: a head. <sighs> okay all right, so theoretically, I'm not saying I'm doing this yet. Theoretically, mm-hmm. if I was playing, you know, like Metal Gear Solid or something like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> one might, under the security cam analogy that is this head, uh, get flushed to the pillar and sneak oneself underneath the head in an attempt to not be within the quote-unquote eye line of the statue. huh. Does it seem reasonable in my like mind's eye, if I'm thinking of this as like a, a field of vision, Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of mm-hmm. just like a square of teleportation. Mm-hmm. Does it seem re- reasonable that if I'm not quote unquote seen or I could quote unquote not be seen by ducking
0: below? Does uh, that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense to you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to like eat <laughs> out an answer, of course. But yeah, that's yeah. that's that's one if, thing. If you're judging thing, like
0: the effect is definitely a thing of like the, the face sees and everything it sees that's teleports, that's what then, I'm getting. Yes, at, yeah. you think you would be able to get out of its eyeline. Would not be seen. Yes. Which well,
1: doesn't mean that's the case, but right. it's just good information to have. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> similarly, uh, the pillar extends all the way to the, the ceiling. Uh, the pillar, yes, all the way to 25 feet tall, yeah. 25 feet in the air. And there's some distance above these bas reliefs. That is also not populated by anything. Yes. Yeah, uh, most of it actually, right? Perhaps um, more than 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 below. Uh,
0: uh, were I able to get up there, uh, yeah. okay, that's good to know. Well, Elizabeth's lantern can can illuminate the entire chamber, right? So you can confirm that. Yeah. So you know the vast majority of the pillar is unmarked with crumbling blue tile that goes mm-hmm. all the way up to the ceiling, um, and it's a domed ceiling, Dome which ceiling. also have blue tile at okay. one point.
1: Another spatial question. I assume this is the, not the case, but if I look at the base of the pillar, do I see uh, a border or a socket or anything, another another stone shape that might indicate a rotation is possible?
0: Good question. Or does this no. be solidly? It's, it's, it's flush in the floor, yeah. The one thing about the base of the pillar that the other party members had noticed was that, that um, the cleared area, there is a small um, cleared area around the base that is not uh, that doesn't have... Um, is not collected with full of blue dust and, and tiles. It's not not to say that it's like magically avoiding that uh, that at all. Like there's a f- few pieces that are kind of in there, but it looks like traffic has circled around the pillar in addition to the, like the path that leads east.
1: Yes, which is which is a uh, uh, good information, but but it does not go from the path east to the pillar, or I guess that's doesn't matter either way, probably. But yeah, it's just a
0: uh, path. You don't really know yeah. direction, like where the traffic was going. Um, you, uh, Lida uh, did like. In her, in her way, um, she, she couldn't really remember anything, but they were able to eke out of her that, um, uh, she has very vague memories of traveling with people coming from that Eastern corridor, like something spurred her memory of like having come from that, from that direction. Interesting. Okay. Um,
1: Oh man, so many things I could do. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. That's all you. <laughs> I know, I know, no, no. It's it's. Uh, I love it. I love it. I mean, uh, uh, I guess the one other thing, which I don't think was the case, but just confirming, opposite to these um, effigies, I don't see any sort of um, sculpture or like particular gemstones or tile work or anything like that, that seems to sort of mirror the position of those, um, faces. Do on I the walls? No on the walls. Okay. No. So as if they were like, a uh,
0: there was a current between the two. Okay. No. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I yeah, the am... walls were clear of, there's no fresco. The, there was not even like the remains of frescoes. Um, it really looks like just the, the, the unique feature about the room is that everything was blue, right? Blue tile. Good to
1: know. All right. I'm going to uh, go to our dear, uh, handsome, bearded man and say, i ever so sorry, my friend. I need to borrow something from you. Uh, and I'm going to uh, uh, grab the chisel from my pack. And mm-hmm. I'm going to try to gently, gently. I'm not going to like, go ahead. Just gently catch an edge so that I'm not touching with my finger. Mm-hmm. One of his golden eyes and just kind of flick it and see if I can pop it out onto the floor in front of him. Okay, so there's just the
0: one. Don't forget, it's only it's in the, the left one socket. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh it does. It actually comes out and it clinks against the, the ground and it has that heavy clunk of 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 solid gold.
1: Great. Uh I'm gonna say, um Lida, be a deer and pick that up
0: for me. My back is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> she's she scuttles forward, she's like oh, a pretty, a bobble. And she uh, she pulls it up and she's and she looks at it and she's like smiling, big like gap tooth smile, like rotting teeth, you know, and she puts it up to her eyes and she like cackles. She uh, I love like, it.
1: Over, over here, my I see it. <laughs> for you, fairy lord. For you, fairy lord. <laughs> yes, you are, you are blessed with the vision, the wisdom that all fae uh, worship uh, bestows. <laughs> um, cool. I'm going to take that and I'll throw that in my pack.
0: Okay. Golden
1: so, eye. Sorry.
0: Uh, let me just see if there's anything I need to tell you about this. Um. solid yep yeah lashes pupil and iris are all incised on the surface of the eye made out of solid gold wow, wow. um when it I is, a, it, 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 it's uh sorry it's unencumbering so it's free yeah Cool. nothing
1: There's about it. it seems um extra worldly or technological does it this, this isn't like
0: in other words it doesn't feel um Spaceship? I don't know. How. It's spaceshipy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. No, but um, good. you, yeah. as as an elf who was used to like the finer things in life, uh, you know, as far as like beauty and craftsmanship and stuff like that, um, it, it uh, you would definitely not peg it for the crude machinations of dwarves. Of course, uh, it's definitely mm-hmm. not elvish, um, but uh, you can definitely determine that. Well, I guess as someone who's sort of schooled in arcane things you're fairly sure that this the the quality of it is so exquisite that unless there's some sort of renowned uh, some sort of smith that went unnoticed in history like this must have had some sort of magical um, mm, interesting basis in in its in its uh, creation sure i love it okay another another turn goes by
1: another turn goes by uh three or uh eight. lida when she picked up the 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 intent if it wasn't clear sorry when lida picked up the I was also to get her to walk within the eyeline of the thing. I'm, I mean, I guess I already had, so I didn't need to test that out.
0: But nothing happened. Correct with the man? No. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, just oh, one thing just that you to... do
0: see: um, the man's mm-hmm. mouth was open because it was like a magic mouth that spoke to you when mm-hmm. you when the eye pops out, the mouth closes. Oh shit!
1: Well, was there anything in the mouth before it opened?
0: Because I inspected it closely before. It wasn't like a like a, ah, you know. That oh, was the okay, like, okay, yeah, you, yeah, you know. Yeah. It was just sort of like parted. Um, from having just spoken, you know what I mean. But it it, it visibly shuts and clamps. Um, Good to know. Yeah. Um. What? Uh.
1: uh, Both eye sockets look identical. Now that I can look at both of them, there's no difference between the two. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool.
0: And they are biologically Um, appropriate eye sockets, unlike the other two. Mm Hmm.
1: Okay. I'm going to uh, uh. inch a little closer in that same direction towards the aquiline nosed uh woman okay and uh using um I'm, I'm nervous about that chisel not being long enough uh i, I have iso staff <laughs> Could i attempt using iso staff because has some distance to effectively recreate what i did with the chisel and like get the tip of the staff against one of the coin eyes and kind of Push it or 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 jostle against it.
0: I think the staff doesn't have a fine enough point. Do you know what I mean? How about Oculus? Can I use Oculus? Oculus is a different story. I'll do that. Yeah. Okay. So you whip out Oculus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um. It's eye like mad eye Moody's about. You know what I mean? It's like. Okay. Um, I wink at it. (laughs) Uh. And uh, your mind is flooded by a sense of well-being and proper use, right? Like, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's Mm -hmm. like it's happy to be in your hands and wielded, that sort of thing, you know? And you can see that it's pressing upon your mind as if it wants to relate something to you. However, it understands, it seems to pick up on you as you're also sending your um, empathic emotions to it as well, that Mm -hmm. that you want it to do something specific. And so because you are in control, it defers to you, but you can tell that it has this desire to impart something to you. Okay. But in the meantime, uh, yes, uh, you if you want to stop and get that, you can. But if you want to do your task first with Oculus,
1: uh, you know what, I'll, uh, in the spirit of, uh, you know, uh, uh, uh benevolence, uh, I'll I will pause my demand hearing that he has something he's curious about or oh, that okay. they do and 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 say, you know, in my mind's eye, certainly friend, what is it?
0: Okay, cool. All right. We'll pause for a second before we see if the blade of Oculus can pry out the, the woman's um uh, uh what is it, solid eye for is it solid mm-hmm. for no, her? Uh, uh, no yeah, yeah, solid eye two ancient golden solid eye, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Oculus. Um and to be clear for the audience as well, in case you you've forgotten, uh Oculus cannot speak. And it can also not speak telepathically either, so it doesn't speak a language. It, it has it, it imparts empathic emotions, basically. Um, and the way I'm going to interpret this for Rin is that it's sort of like watching a montage during a movie or something like that, where he's getting like sense memories, and they're not. It's not actually visual in his head. It's just being impart. It's it's hard to describe. I wouldn't even know how it actually kind of appeared in your head. But I'm going to relate it to you as if you're sort of seeing scenes, okay? um and it's all kind of rapid fire very hazy and indistinct and what you're the, what you're mostly taking out of it is the uh, emotions that were associated with what oculus witnessed okay okay so um oculus are you ready for this <laughs> It's good <I'm> shit so <laughs> <right>. <laughs> the the sentient sword, oculus this was found upon the knight the corpse of the knight of the azure shield in that depressed circular area Amidst the, um, where all the 12 labors of Arden were depicted on those pillars, right? Back in the Lost Chamber. That's where, um, Rin picked up this sword. So, uh, the first thing that you see in your head is, um, a younger version of that knight without his armor on is inheriting the sword from a father, from his father. Okay. And, uh, in addition to the sword, he's also handed at the same time by his father, a ring of Arden, which was the which was what was um, socketed in by Gorond, I believe, was a Gorond or was it Darius? I think it was Darius. Um, in uh, that which caused that door to open, right? It, the, the amethyst and Talio, right? So there was the that was that was what Lyda gave to Darius, right? Remember, yeah, okay. So younger version that night gets Oculos handed oculus and the ring and the ring of Arden shows him training, uh, with the sword and then finally accepting knighthood kneeling before the lady Alexia and, re- and receiving his knighthood. Okay. Um, it, uh, the montage continues with scenes of him, um, as a young man and in his early his squireship and his knighthood and all the kind of stuff, uh, being obsessed with the 12 labors of Arden Shows scenes of him like at night pouring over books and, trying to emulate what the labors are, talking to sages and things like that, but it just could not get out of his head how important the 12 labors were and how much he tried to emulate everything that Arden did as reflected in those um, in those legends. Uh, another scene shows this, and you, know, you can tell you, in your mind, you can kind of feel that like this is progressing forward in time. You see in your mind's eye the cliffs of Arden Vool with the great colossi of Arden and Vool themselves with the falls and that kind of stuff from a distance, Right. Um, it switches to the night inside a large wicker basket rising up the side of the cliff face with the waterfall next to him as he's being as he's being uh, pulled up in a wicker basket up the side of the cliff face switches yes. over to an underground vast bustling marketplace, no sun in sight, but however, the whole place is well lit in a huge cavern, a massive bustling market, floored in black marble with all sorts of different peoples and creatures meeting and trading. Yet throughout, the common thread throughout is patrolling through that market are men and women dressed in red armor with the symbol of set emblazoned upon the breastplates, keeping uh, the piece within the marketplace the knight himself bearing oculos talks with numerous people um, and you can see at one point he's near a stall and he's looking closely at a map all right switches over to another scene where he's descending a long long star uh, staircase that goes off into the dark darkness the staircase is worn and carved from the bare rock, but there are carved faces on the walls at, every, at intervals that all show them with unique visages, all twisted and suffering, all the faces as he descends this long staircase. The emotion there is of great fear and pity and dread. Um, and then it switches over to the room that you're in. The knight faces a towering hexagonal blue pillar. With faces, multiple egresses, and the knight chooses to disregard the faces and heads north. Um, then it uh, switches over to... Do I have a sense of from where he comes
1: in that? You no, know, it, or-
0: it just kind of switches over to him, yeah. in the, of yeah. course, right, in the pillar room. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and he heads <laughs> north. It's, it switches over to another th- room that you recognize, an archway that leads into a larger hall. And above that archway, it says in Mithric, she was immovable and steadfast. And the knight's paying homage to that. Um, Then it sees him in another familiar place. He's standing before one of the pillars in the hall of the labors. It's obviously the first labor because on the pillar, there is the Roman numeral uh, one, an I. Um, And the knight reaches up and he presses that numeral. Then it switches over to a completely different scene. We're now left Ardenvul completely. The knight is fi- is finding himself in a valley with steep mountain slopes on either side, a very narrow valley, and he's uh, amidst a village that is, uh, consists of only about, of of like goblins that are running around, just goblins and like a small little village in the midst of this uh, valley. Switches over to him ascending a mountain in the far distance and entering a cave near the top of that mountain and within that cave he is attacked by owlbears in the dark although he can it's difficult for him to discern exactly what's all chaos and fear and blood is what you're kind of feeling right now intense pain uh almost like that du- the dune scene right is like kind of what you're feeling like you're feeling it uh, sympathetically right like like in- intense mortal pain switches over to a yellow stone column standing alone in the valley, almost like the monolith in 2001, right? Just kind of freestanding in the middle of the valley. Then the knight's death in the sunken circle back in Ardenvaux. Um, the last view that the knight has before uh, Oculos basically winks out is, uh, is a view of a fang and a feather in his bloody outstretched hand and two small dirty bare feet approaching and then he passes away okay <laughs> good shit.
1: So i was muted so i didn't clack too much uh or you would have yep. heard ooze and that entire time but uh whoa. <laughs> all right that's a lot yeah sorry um, it's
0: just, info uh, dump i'm sorry but
1: yeah. no not no apologies um just to clarify that last point mm-hmm. <laughs> The last sense I have is that he had his bloodied outstretched hand holding a fang and feather necklace. Just
0: a, just appro- the fang and the feather in his hand, not a necklace.
1: Just the fang and the feather, not a necklace. Mm-hmm. Ah. ah, okay. Uh, uh, and approaching him were two dirty small feet from... Uh, and after I, after I see this, let's say uh, as if uh, it is irresistible, I will whip around and look... At Lyda, piercingly, she just like her She's like two looking at you. Eyes, <laughs> yes, uh, Lord. Yes, and, and say, uh, dear, may I see that lovely necklace of yours?
0: It's my pretties. It's my baubles. I found them.
1: Yes, and they are so nice, but they seem perhaps to be of elven make. Did you realize this? These of my people. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you can tell. <laughs> She, she doesn't take off the necklace, but she kind of holds them out to you. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah I found them nature. on the dead man.
1: Um, can I can I look at them real quick, and then I will get back to the other stuff. I don't want to get too uh, distracted, but can I just do a quick inspection of these
0: while they're on her? So it definitely looks exactly like the ones that the knight was holding. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, any details beyond the fact that they're a fang and a feather? Just that you've you've saw, seen no bird nor predator that has. You know the, this kind of feather or fang. Yost kind of comes up to behind you. One like, might you say you're...
1: an owlbear's feather and fang. <laughs> you,
0: you might, perhaps. There, uh, yos is like. You look like you've seen a ghost. Wind. are you all right? I... You pulled out the sword like you saw something. <laughs> then you just stopped in midair.
1: Yes, my friend. I, my friend. I don't know this guy. <laughs> I, I am your I'm friend. I am everyone's this friend. Is, this, is, this is unique. <laughs> Oh, you have such an affable nature. Um, <laughs> That's also, what they say. I was, I was I was gonna play Ryan Brill, uh, Mercurial, and I'm already just falling into Onware voice. So, uh, caveat to the entire audience is gonna take a second for take me to readjust. Got to find the character. Weeks. It's cool. Um, yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, uh, uh, I'll say I had the faintest memory of grand adventures uh, of the sorts that a man like you might be equipped, Yost. Ah. Oh. Uh, If we find ourselves, though we are strangers, if we find ourselves on such an adventure, I can tell you uh, that uh, you will have my sword. I hope I will earn yours in return.
0: Of course. We don't really have much of a choice. (laughs) I'm your man for now. I do not want to go wandering these (laughs) houses alone. (sighs) cool like, um, whatever man it's
1: cool whatever it <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing there's a lot i could prod into that but i think it's, it's kind of its own thing so i'm gonna i'm gonna table it for now okay um uh, uh, uh though i do think there's you know i, I do wonder aloud whether you know if this isn't already something people realize but you know within this like sort of Supercut of experiences going from the first pillar right the first trial to uh you know sort of the goblin valley and the owlbear uh as it relates i believe to the first trials uh
0: yeah you I would probably even as an elf you'd probably be familiar because it, it is the most commonly related labor because it is yeah. the first one um <clears> it, <throat> exactly it, uh, yeah what you experienced was a vividly real depiction of what you thought was only a legend you thought it right. was just like humans being humans. They have to make up these legends in order to feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. But like, man, it sure seemed real to you when you, when, when Oculus uh, conveyed it to you, which is great. Okay.
1: So that, that's, that's, that's really interesting to know. I'm curious if in engaging with that pillar, it uh, either physically or in sort of the mind's eye of this night transported him to this mountaintop, or if that's something he, reached uh by some other means for instance this room yeah but,
0: that's hard to tell you could definitely uh, get the impression that you're were, you were basically being pulsed memories so there was definitely yeah. it wasn't like a full sequence chronologically right it was no. jump there was major time jumps so yeah unfortunately those details were left out quite all right um okay cool i did
1: also uh love the uh, set marketplace um but okay so um i would like to return to i i i I'll acknowledge emotionally uh, 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 receiving this uh, this sort of like life from uh, Oculus, mm-hmm. and and focus perhaps as best I can on what little life I've lived so far, as if
0: to relay it back in exchange. Okay, um, it feels like it's that. more. Uh, it gives you the impression that it's uh, more satisfied with being in your grip, as if it's sort of unburdened itself with knowledge that it needed to convey. And is now like, more like, I'm yours, you know. Love it. Yeah, you are. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) (laughs) good.
1: I hear Alexia is looking for a good beheading. Anyway, okay. So I'm going to use Oculus uh, uh, to gently pry out uh, the first of two gold Solidae and see if anything happens.
0: Okay. So what I'm going to say is, is, there's a sharp point. You know, it's a little bit awkward because you've got a huge blade that you're sort of like overhead, like I'm trying to mm-hmm. kind of do like that. Right. You're kind of um sure. And um uh I would say because it's not the ideal tool that there is a one in six chance that you may mar a part of the statue's face. Now, you don't have to. I'm not you're not committed, but you <laughs> no, just have this, I'm, you now have I'm this impression. That that you, yeah. A chisel would be the ideal tool, though, correct? Yeah, uh, you could do more fine work that way.
1: Uh, what is the, would the length of the chisel from tip to handle be adequate enough
0: for me to perhaps? You could be safe. <gasps> if you're running about teleporting uh, because you're so close, you wouldn't. Yes. You'd have to be like okay. right alongside and sort of like do it at the side like this. But yeah, at least you'd have like, the, like really close if you had a chisel. I do have a chisel and I'm going to do that. Oh, okay. Yes, good. so I'm going to do that okay cool yeah you don't have laryl sack so it is what you got what on you what you got on you okay so um so you get really close work put oculus away And this way you can uh, uh, definitely um easily pry out one of the uh, we're doing the woman right yeah yes that so one. yeah so one of uh, one ancient gold soul die, which is worth 10 gold it's also All um, right ten, ten times as heavy so
1: Uh, I love that uh, is there any modal change? does her mouth close? does she speak? Uh, no.
0: uh, nothing nothing happens uh, no nope. of you, note nope and you didn't you managed to pry it out safely so there's no like dust that you know or stone pieces that fall out as well but nothing nothing uh, visibly changes. Well I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same thing with the second the second one mm-hmm. okay so the second one you would have to reach across the face to get to that eye, right?
1: Yes. And I am uh, based on my experience with the bearded man hoping. (laughs) Well, (laughs) okay. I don't, I don't think it's, it will engage anymore, but in an abundance of caution, let's use my sort of wonky logic from before of trying to be underneath it and see if I can't uh, sit sort of like flat what I'm going to do is uh, to visualize this, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, 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 sort of straddle the pillar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, would it be better to be like this? Or maybe I, I would reverse it, actually. So I think, my, I'm, I think I'm back to pillar. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to slide over underneath, and I'm going to reach up, because that'll give me a, a vantage point, and try to pry like this from below. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. That's okay. that can I.
0: All right. So you slide underneath you're expecting the worst um but nothing happens and you are able to pry out that eye Uh, the other um yeah the uh the coin love it okay so the the Um, coins are 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 pure ancient gold solid eye they are not depicting they're not depicted as eyes right the way they actually looked in the in the bob relief faces for both of these guys um Mm -hmm. are more like um like putting coins on uh, dead corpses sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sort of
1: like a, a onward did on the corpse uh, uh, way on like our first floor. Yeah. Quote unquote mm-hmm. floor one. Okay. Yep. yep. Amazing. Um Now that those have been removed, I'm going to do a close inspection of the face to see if there's any uh, thing within the sockets in terms of a design or any sort of latch, like I did with the man, any sort of like details that, that are, uh, abnormal or that sure. sort of like engage with, with my
0: fiddling. And you're going to be in the presumed eye line at this point? At this point, I'm standing right in front of it. Okay. Nothing happens.
1: Okay. okay. <laughs> Good to know. All right. So now at this
0: point, you're kind of seeing what I mistakenly was showing them last time um, sure. is that the the eyes are, the eye sockets are not uh, biologically correct. They're oversized. They're meant to fit uh, exactly like a solid eye. Um, mm-hmm. And um they do have like a slight ridge on the inside so that a, a, the solid eye could be like fit in and then sit, you know what I mean like to be, be affixed in there cool. but that uh, but there are no inscriptions, no nothing like that.
1: All right, good to know um I'm going to look opposite to me uh at this eastern stairwell.
0: Is there any light emanating from it? uh there is no light. however, uh, now that uh, 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 avaricios, who was the only person that went to this side, was immediately teleported away. So Everest never got a good look at exactly what was going on down here. So um, when you peer down there, you're using your InfraVision at this point. So you see no heat signatures, but you can make out the, uh, the definitions of what's beyond. So for the first 10 feet, which um, has already been drawn there, it is flat. But then right after that 10 feet, there is a staircase that goes upwards, um, at least for 60 feet, which is the extent of your... Inversion, No heat signatures. I will go ahead
1: and... Sorry, Ted. Each uh, square is 10? Each square is 10, each square is 10. yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can tell so I've relied on Ted.
0: So, so you can draw an additional 60 feet, and all of that additional 60 feet is a staircase leading upwards.
1: Oh, wow, okay. That's a big one. All right. And I'll just kind of do this
0: other other way. That's a that, that's a down one. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah there just you go. so it's not confusing to Ted if he wants to come clean it up.
0: And the stairs are basically free of debris. There are no indications of um, tracks. Although once again, you're only using your dark vision. I mean, your infravision at this point. Sure. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, with <laughs> her lantern, is still standing back. Amazing. Um,
1: what do you see, I'm, man? Uh, Elizabeth, come over. It's safe. I, I've, I've, i, I picked up. Uh, I don't think I said that out loud, but I'm going to pick up those soul eyes from the ground after I pride them. I'm going to okay. beckon. I'm going to beckon. Uh, uh, I'm going to say, "Yost, stand guard at the stairwell to the north, just in case." All right. We'll do. Uh, 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 Lida, uh, he's a handsome man. You should, you should stay with him. I think he has a fancy for you know.
0: <laughs> for a minute you don't see Lida, then you realize that she's <laughs> actually like already clutching uh um Yost like mighty Thews on on his leg behind him.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course, kinda of hiding behind him. <laughs> you at just her, see, see her it. head
0: poke out. She's like, yeah. got it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then and then uh, yeah, I'll beckon Elizabeth uh over uh with her uh Whoa, lantern.
0: Oh gnarly.
1: Yeah. Um just to, to peek real quick into the stairwell. Anything of note when we look with white?
0: Uh, no, so it, it it picks exactly that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, you can definitely um, confirm at this point, but that there are no distinguishable footprints It's just clear of debris.
1: Okay, I'm going to try to keep this going on at a fast clip. Mm-hmm. Um, the southeast corner, or or of of the pillar. Ooh. Now that I'm standing sort of a bit over towards the stairwell, do I have a clear advantage of what it is?
0: Uh, you do, yeah. So you're looking at it from an angle. So this one's rather strange. You don't think you've seen anything like this before, um, although you have heard tales of mm-hmm. creatures like this dwelling in Ardenvool. So this is a monstrous face with sharp cheekbones, a pronounced supraorbital uh, bones like a like like a shelf brow, basically is what they're what they're what he's trying to say there. Uh, a thin, elongated nose and. Uh, kind of unnatural-looking large eyes. Um, the mouth is opened in a flattened oval. Okay, so a big O, okay. The the creature itself, the face that you're looking at, it you don't think you've ever seen one, but it sure looks to be a really accurate depiction of what uh, most of the adventurers and the people at the Broken Head and a lot of the people that you've met um, have described as... Um, the trolls of Ardenvul. This looks like to be a troll. Okay, and and to be to be clear, um, just for you as a player, don't think of the typical D and D troll. Okay, think think of how I'm describing it here because they're completely different creatures. Okay, gotcha.
1: Um. Amazing. Uh, that, that mouth, does it look again, referencing the sockets I've seen so far? Uh, uh, you said it's a flattened oval. Does it look like it's socketed? Does it look perfect in the way that everything else
0: did? Um, it, it looks perfect. Yeah. So it doesn't look like this has been defaced or, or ruined in any sort of way. And I actually misplaced it. It's not like a, a wide O like that. It's actually the mouth is, um, and this is, I made a mistake. So be because it's important the the mouth is um a flattened oval as in it's uh it's open and wide so like it's sort of like an oh uh, like this it's more like a an o uh, like that oh okay. interesting uh, okay like a thin opening of the mouth spread wide with its you know Okay, that's
1: that's good to know. Okay. Um, uh, do I from here see any material differences that again, look like the coins did or the golden eyes or anything that like, aside from the mouth might be an indication, this is an activated pillar. That's what I'm basically trying to figure out.
0: So the eyes um, are already in place, they, they seem to be of a piece of so the rest of the body relief, unlike all the other faces that you've seen before. And the stonework, it does appear to be um, the same as the everyone except for the bearded man. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and approach it closer and take a closer look then. Okay. So you don't go anywhere. Everything seems to be fine. So you can get up close and no no big deal. Close inspection. I just want to spend a turn inspecting it, see if I see okay. anything. Okay, sure. Um so I should say actually I'm gonna say Oculus's empathy cost a turn and then doing the Lady did a turn and then inspecting this face. So now we're at 10 a.m. Cool. Six turns have have elapsed. And being very, very careful to look at every single aspect of it, the impression, the only thing you can see, the only thing that's sort of weird about it is the open mouth and the, the, the kind of weird unnatural pose that the mouth is in. It sure looks like something should probably be placed of a specific size into that mouth. Perfect. But no hinge or any any indication that the mouth moves. Yeah, there's no indication of any sort of mechanism at all. All right.
1: Um, I will table that for now. I want to do a similar sort of like walk to the middle of the room between the southeast wall and pillar so that I have a vantage on the southern side and make sure that there's no face on the southern side. No, that's a point. That's what I thought. Um, uh, so can I uh, beckon again, Elizabeth, over to the south and us look in that stairwell?
0: Yes. Down south. Okay. So down south with your lantern light. Uh, so the lantern light illuminates 30 feet of staircase that goes directly downward, like directly from the archway. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, however, your infravision reveals more. One, two, three, four. So you, your infravision can can depict that the staircase ends after forty feet at the forty foot mark. It ends, flattens out, and heads in the just a slight just slightly southwestwards, like just off target from a direct south uh, southern route. Uh, goes it, it's it, well, I should say it's not flat. The staircase ends, but it turns into what appears to be a natural cavern. That generally slopes downwards, but slopes instead of a staircase, slightly towards the southwest. Okay, slopes generally to the southwest, which would be like this. But, like, it's almost too southwest. Like, it's just off of south, of direct south, you know what I mean? Like a 10 degree, there you go, yeah, yeah.
1: And it's and it, it continues sorry if I missed it it continues as a, a, an equivalent width to the stairwell
0: uh, yeah equivalent equivalent width sloping downwards generally um, but it's not a staircase it, it it became natural like the like the stone is rough there it doesn't ping any uh uh heat signatures but it is rather strange that it it, it and the staircase ends in the natural in the natural corridor
1: it's great to know. Um, uh, I don't see any clearing of the blue dust or obvious like clearing from foot traffic down there. Does it, does it un, undisturbed? In other words, <clears throat> as it is. Far as I, can tell.
0: I don't, it's, it's not dusty. Let's put it that way, but it's not okay. fully clear of debris. Like some of the blue tile okay. debris has like scattered into this staircase as if no one's been here for some time, but, um, but you, but it's not dusty, which might tell you something as well. the, um, I should also be clear because this is kind of an interesting thing. At the base of the staircase, at the at the limits of your infravision, there, um, the walls appear to be rough stone, which gives you the impression that it's natural. However, the floor that slopes down still appears to be Arcantian flagstone. Hmm. Floor
1: still. Blackstone. Okay, that's great to know. Yeah, interesting, interesting, interesting. All right, cool. Uh, I'm going to continue uh, this similar process, and this time I'm going to uh, look upon the southwest face.
0: Southwest face. We'll roll this into the same turn because you just basically peered down that corridor, so it didn't take that long. The southwest face. So this is the last face on the pillar. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, The, however, here. It's obvious that a face was here, but it's been almost entirely obliterated. But because of what remains, you can basically surmise what it used to be. The only thing that remains out of uh, what, what appears to be a, like j- like just bodily ripped off like you know, like it's just a huge chunk of taken out of the pillar like where that face used to be. The only thing that remains are two square-like ears at the top of where this destruction occurred. And those square-like ears can only be one thing, and that is a set animal. A sort of dog-like, jackal-like sort of creature. Um, actually, for those at home, I can show you what exactly we're talking about here. This was actually a real thing in the real world. Uh, as a symbol of set. is right here. So... Um, David, I don't know if you can see, but uh, if you zoom all the way out where all the pictures are, there is a picture of a set animal, and these square-like ears are the only thing that remain. So, yeah, and that—that's all that appears to be there now. So it's just like a like a ripped-off chunk of stone, basically. Oh, you're uh, you're muted, David.
1: Sorry. Oh, quite right. Sorry. Um, as with uh, the hole in the um goblin, I just want to confirm: from that like ripped out crevice, there isn't like a, a compartment or a space that no. that hits hits a flush wall. At no, any point. no, Okay.
0: yeah. So you you know what I mean? So it's like there's the 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 clean yeah. facet of the pillar, but then there's like this huge divot. Of, of like yeah. rough stone where it was just like banged out. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. And it's obviously like the ears were just sort of left behind as an afterthought. You know what I mean? Fascinating.
1: Okay. Love that. Love that. Um, uh, uh, back to the West. Um, I want to essentially recreate what I did for our middle-aged aquiline woman with um, the Thothian priest, um, the which is to say use the chisel do one squat against the floor for the second one, even though I'm pretty sure it's not a big deal. I'm going to just recreate it exactly as, mm-hmm. um, and, and remove both of those,
0: uh, silver, uh, our content opinions. Okay. So I'll call that like the major turn eating, um, activity. Mm-hmm. So all of that just occurred within a turn and you can easily, um, pry those silver pennies out. The silver pennies, once again, are very tiny. They're like dimes. Mm-hmm. Um, same exact sort of thing. Whenever you stand up to look at the priest, um, is that the, the holes are, they're small, so they look unnatural in the face because they're not like normal eye size and they're perfectly round and same sort of thing. Um, as same the, sort of thing. As yep. a normal one. Interesting thing to note is the fact that if you were kind of pegging it like, oh, this must be a setite thing because they, they did a caricature of a Thothian priest, well, you also have the fact that a set animal was was violently removed from from a pillar. So, yeah. So you have a yeah. caricature of a Thothian priest a handsome man that was defaced in Mithric, and then um, the total removal of a set animal, right? So anything that's intact, um, and then the goblin itself, like the nose was ripped off, right? So you have the noble woman, um, and uh, what else? Is that the only thing that um, is intact? Oh, the uh, the uh, the troll.
1: Troll. Yeah. Well, I thought the troll was damaged. No, it wasn't damaged. You're right. Okay. So the troll and the
0: noble woman, so east and southeast, were um, uh, completely untouched. Um, That's interesting. Okay. So
1: let me just note that. So I have that on record. Um, Wow. Well, interesting. I didn't quite expect this to go how this to be how this went so far, but it has. Yeah. Um, so you've been in the room. I you've actually it.
0: been in this room just slowly circling around for over an hour now. Right. It's like carefully and quietly doing your thing. And uh, Elizabeth looks a little bit bored. Yost looks like really intent and he's sort of watching you. And mm-hmm. Light is just distracted as always. Um. What do you think? Uh, where should we go?
1: Well, my friend, I'm going to check one more well before making a decision, if you don't mind. <laughs>
0: where are our friends. We don't know where they uh, went.
1: I think they... Uh... <laughs> Listen, if we put back in the
0: eyes, I bet if we did put back in the eyes, we would go wherever they went. We could be with them I, again. I want to be with uh, Mort.
1: I, I know you do, my dear friend. <laughs> I know you do, but they may very well be dead and before I can...
0: No, don't uh, say that.
1: I would never, I would never wish that upon you, stranger, and your strange bedfellows. But uh, uh, what, li- what little time I've had with you has given me a fondness for your rosy cheeks and lack of clothes. And before you go too, hast- before you go too hastily into that, 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 that you know, long night, uh, uh, give me a moment, All <laughs> uh, right. Elizabeth, come here. <laughs> I want to I look into uh, the western stairwell. Western, okay.
0: I think they did. Here through down this one, but um, okay. So oh yeah, they did. So this one's kind of weird. Um, so you see where Ted has that uh, that uh, angle pointing northward. Mm-hmm. So that it, what was strange about this was okay. So let me give it to you uh, straight here with Elizabeth here. One, two, three. So after forty feet, so there's staircase the entire way it goes up. It goes up for forty feet. However, at that forty foot mark, you can see that there is a massive cave in. Like huge blocks of natural stone that, from floor to ceiling, just block it all off. As far as you could tell, the staircase probably extended beyond that, but the cave-in has now uh, blocked that passageway. However, at the mark, it's at forty feet, forty feet beyond. So you need to do one more, one one more block worth. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um.
1: Also, don't forget my uh, my dark or my uh, infra in case that gives me more. Yep. Yeah. But the, but it's
0: the in basically is the end of that, right? So. Um. um. However, the where Ted has that marking there, there is an actual uh passageway, not a staircase, that actually leads directly off from that ascending staircase, not from a landing point, which is what I remember Ted asking. Right, the, the staircase is just a smooth, you know, step by step, by step, by step, by step, but at, at that point, it just sort of juts off to the north there.
1: And it's is it just a 10 foot wide corridor that I can tell? How wide is that jut?
0: It looks to be 10 foot yeah, although obviously you can't see around the corner. Okay,
1: so vaguely, vaguely something like that. Mm-hmm. Lovely, interesting. Oh my goodness. All right. Um, well, gang
0: <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Ted marked it down here. Uh, so you got staircases on all four of the cardinal directions, right? Um mm-hmm. but all of them are going up except for the southern one. I'm yes. sorry, I'm sorry. Which would uh no there I'm wrong. Um I just got confused by Ted's markings there. So the northern and the southern one go down, the eastern and the western ones go up. Okay, yeah, something happened there. I'll move his up over this way and just dupe it. Yeah.
1: Oh goodness, or I won't. Mm-hmm. Never mind. I'll just write it. Um up, I'm going to, uh, down. Sorry, Ted. <laughs> yep, defacing to your work. Up, down, down, up. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Lida, uh, can I bring Lida over to the stairwell that, that she seems to remember coming from and just see if like looking closer inspires any more thought on her process or, or any more thought from her?
0: Yeah. So it? she kind of peers and she's like, Yes yes that's where I came and then she's like ah, ah. and she she kind of freaks out a little bit when she's kind of looking down there and she kind of and she kind of grabs your leg and then she sc- scuttles away and she hides behind Yos' much thicker leg she's like ah, I don't I don't like it I don't like it it was bad it was bad down there
1: there's something something ugly up there
0: yeah bad people
1: were they wearing red uh,
0: no no not red no I don't, remember. I don't remember. They just, they, they hurt some of us. I remember, I remember being hurt. We ran, we, yeah, we ran, we ran into here. I remember running into this room. We okay. ran. Okay. okay. Light us. Party. She seems what? to be a little bit overcome at this point. Like you're pretty you sure do. you're not going to be able to get much out of yeah. her. Sure. Yes. Um, that's, that's,
1: that's good to know. Thank you so much. You're so brave. You're so brave. Uh, She's
0: like
1: uh, okay. now. Yeah. Um, Here, yeah, let's put there. Okay. Um, <clears throat> whew, well, all right. So uh, I think that at this point, I all my original planning has been uh, sated and that I wanted to try to not be teleported by accident. And <laughs> now no. Yeah, nice no, i got a decision to make on, on what to do next. So, yeah. Um, Here's the thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: So to be clear, you can still teleport because you know how to do yes. it, right? Yeah. I know how I do it. Yes. yes. And I have
1: control of this now. I don't know whether I can return. Um, you know, granted, this is omni knowledge, not run-knowledge, but we know from the very tempered and, and, and planned and like not at all reactive uh, fire pit uh, teleportation <laughs> that, that like not not all not all doors go both ways so um yeah. I'm not as uh super confident as Rin frankly that uh without knowing where uh, they went i want to follow um uh, i do feel less of the two and we discussed this a little bit on discord although I think the reasoning behind it originally was was not entirely correct because i thought oh the fafian I thought, the, 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 I thought the, um, the noble woman was more likely to be Arkantian and therefore if it took me somewhere it would be more local and the others weren't now we know they're all Arkantian but we still know that the only ones that weren't defaced were the noble woman and the troll and that to me through whatever folk wisdom you want to apply mm-hmm. tells me less dangerous of the two so uh, though I'm not saying this to Yost yet I don't Particularly, have any desire, nor will I <laughs> <laughs> P- pursue the Thothian route. Um, sure. If I go into one, I'll, I'll go go the way of the woman. But to, I'll, uh, go ahead. Sorry. To be
0: clear, too, the the troll is is not Arkantian. All right, the troll is true, a troll. True. Right. Um, true, and true. Uh, you do know too, like you've you've heard talk of creatures like this being in Ardenvul, but they are not like a uh, they're not like goblins or halflings that are like citizens of the empire, right? like trolls are known to only be in Ardenvul. like not even in the surrounding area but like so, only here yeah so, you know? so if this were
1: the case that it would most likely teleport me to where the troll king is who we heard cackling at the bottom of the chasm uh uh and in fact uh though i mean this is, i could just speculate forever right but let's say theoretically uh, uh we know that the troll was at some distance down the chasm. Spatially, we know down equals troll. We also know that the southern stairwell heads into a natural cavern eventually. And I would wonder aloud, without any conclusion to be made right now, whether the orientation of these uh bas reliefs not only relates to, uh, you know, the destination of the portal, but also like the, the cardinal direction of where that destination leads, who knows, hmm. but it'd be an interest. It'd be an interesting idea. So if the trolls are down to the South, the troll face beyond the Southeast might make some sense, especially since the cavern slightly turns Southeast. Now, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to... anyway, I don't need, I don't need to speculate forever online or, or uh, on camera here with you guys. What, what I will say is um, I don't think Ren would immediately be inclined to um, jump into a teleport frankly. Sure. But he also, the the known danger is where I came right down Mm -hmm. uh, to the north. I don't think I would return that way yet. So I want to choose one of the three other stairwells to explore. I wouldn't choose the southern because it's going down. So I'd either choose the western or the eastern. Um, I was going to go east. The main concern I have is that Lida is terrified of it. So She's not saying she won't to, go. She just has like a really bad okay. feeling about the place. So it won't be it won't be a total impasse. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Before I do that, what I'd like to do, John, mm-hmm. is to go to the Western Passage and peek my head all, uh, around the corner of that like um, northern egress. Uh, okay. That sure. That, John, so yeah, you start. go up
0: a little bit up the stairs and peek around mm-hmm. the corner. So strangely enough, right when you look around the corner, the uh, it, it is shorn off. Like, like there's, there's literally even less, there's about eight feet worth of passageway going that direction. And then it's just natural stone across the Northern face, like really rough natural stone. It's almost like there was work being done to expand, but then that work just got halted all of a sudden and whatever the masons were asked to pull back or something like that. Right. Um, Like it's not a cave in like the, like the Western way, you know, it's just natural rock that has been untouched. Well, I'm, a, yeah, I'm immediately suspicious of this
1: for what it's worth. Um, can I uh, uh, do a very close inspection of that stone and see if I find any pressable uh, uh, stones or any sort of like
0: sure, triggers it, basically? It'll take a turn. Okay. A turn.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, you can conclude after a thorough search that there does not, a, it doesn't, it appears to be exactly what it is. Natural stone.
1: Okay that's good to know. So, uh, and you know, looking at the cave in to the, the West, I'm not going to do a close inspection, but it, there's, there's no way I'm getting through that. Right. And it's just, it's just very clearly, a, it it, would, it's like at first, at first blush. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's not insurmountable, but it's a question of, uh, time and equipment. Okay. Uh,
1: okay. I'm going to go to the South. I'm going to ask another question of the South before I bail on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll recall, uh, uh, I love to use my character's sense of smell. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do I do I'm going to listen very carefully. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to wave at everyone to be incredibly quiet. Okay. Okay. Uh, and in fact, maybe I'll even have, um, uh, 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 Elizabeth like cover her lantern. So there's no natural lights. We're in the dark. We have no sound. And I want to look down to the South and I want to see as best I can. If there's one, the faintest glow of any external light, Two, the sound of water running, a low roar, the sound of fire crackling, any any sort of environmental sound like that. And three, sort of, you
0: know, tongue to, to finger, feel if there's any air current. Air current, okay. Uh, good enough. Now, you are, you're, but you're still standing in the circular chamber. You're not moving onto the staircase. Is that correct?
1: I mean, I, I, I'll go... T- you know what why not uh, why, it's, 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 I'm gonna regret this when I get you know f- the trap blows in my face I'm gonna walk to the to the base uh I'm not gonna quite go yeah I'm gonna walk to where it turns a natural cavern and I'm gonna kind of like do this and look around the corner
0: okay all right so, so I guess I I'll th- map what's further down there too yeah sorry okay yeah so it, it, I could you can f- confirm what I said so it's like natural flagstone but with uh, ca- with cavern walls there um mm-hmm. and you stop right there and you you pay it. You just pay attention is what you're doing. You're just staying there like real quiet. Like Elizabeth's not with you, right? Just InfoVision, right? No, it's just me. Yeah. It's just me down there with InfoVision. Yeah. Okay. So let me see if I can give you a decent description here. Uh, let me just take a look because you're using only Heat Vision. Um Okay. All right. First of all, the dimensions of the room. So, after that little uh, jut south uh, southwest, there it mm-hmm. expands into a roughly oval chamber heading um, uh, heading generally southwest at that same angle, and mm-hmm. the length of the chamber is roughly about and twenty 30, about forty feet, and at its widest, it's about twenty feet. Okay, so kind of. Yeah, not bad. Now, um, directly to your left, however, there is another winding passageway that goes almost directly east. It's natural. Oh shit! Okay, so cool. like right, right ish If you see my finger, it's gonna Oops. delete both. <laughs> okay, it's fine. I, I, it's, it's fine. So directly, it is not. Na- it is natural or not natural? Sorry. It is. It is natural. Everything here is natural. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay, and then there, yeah, so there's like this, uh, yeah, that's pretty good, and then it looks, let's see where you're at, one, two, yeah, so you can actually see in, in the very southwestern corner, it actually continues uh, narrow, approximately about five feet wide, uh, narrow natural passageway that leads out of the room to the southwest. Okay, so okay. I'll erase that little corner. Same thing like this. is It's extra narrow, though. It's five feet. Yeah, it's like five feet. Yeah, that's pretty good. Actually, you may not have actually been able to see that because dominating the um, sort of the southern end of the room, sort of in the middle, is a large boulder, like a, like a, a strange-shaped looking... Not strange. It's just not perfectly round. It's like a, like a rock formation that's in the middle. Yeah. Um, in the middle. And let's see. Um, th- that's roughly around like 10-footish, you know generally like in just the Southern kind of hour kind of right here. Yep. You got it. That's pretty good. Yep. Um, I just the to parse what your information would see versus what light would see. You know what I mean? So give me a sec. Um, no worries. I'm going to yeah. some on my notes while you're at it. Okay. So the other thing you can see is, is that there are two ledges, one, uh, to the West across from the boulder, That is about 20 feet high. That's about a 10 foot wide ledge. And there's another one that's across from the boulder to the southeast, which is much more narrow, but not quite as high. It's only about five feet wide, but it's about 15 feet high. So one to the west. Say it again, sorry. Yep. You got that one right. Yeah. About 10 feet wide. That's 20 feet high. Oh, okay. It's 10 feet wide, right? Like the ledge itself is about 10 feet wide. Yeah. It's 20 feet up though. Yeah, and then all there's right, one yeah. to like the southeast across from the boulder. Yeah. And that one's uh, only about five feet wide, but it's uh, 15 feet high. Okay. Now, yeah, so you're just kind of seeing that sort of differential in temperature. When you listen, okay, first of all, you can't determine any movement in the air. Um, that's uh indicative of anything. You don't feel any difference in humidity or anything like that. But when you're really, really quiet and you're listening very, very carefully, you think you can hear rummaging and vaguely rodent-like squealing. But, you know, like not squealing, chittering, I guess, more like it, coming from the western ledge up high. Okay. So, uh,
1: Vaguely, uh, uh, rodent chittering. Yeah, chittering. Get my chicken scratch for everyone to see. <laughs> <laughs> there
0: we go. Love to see it. There are some. There are also three pieces of stone in the center of the room that are projecting out of the floor about two to four feet out of the rocky debris on the cabin floor. And they appear to be carved. They are not natural, un- unlike the boulder. But you're unable to kind of, once again, you're just kind of getting the vague shadowy outlines of them in your sight. Okay, three pieces of, I'm sorry to keep making you uh, repeat yourself. Three pieces of stone. They're coming uh, out of the big. floor. They vary from like two to four feet out from the floor, but right. they have like hard angles, so which kind of gives mm-hmm. it a way that they're, they've been created rather than, um, natural and they appear to be, yeah, they're, they're in front of the boulder. Yeah. They're not in a line. They're just sort of like randomly sort of jutting out, but yeah, they're, they're immediately within your vision there. Okay. Fascinating. All right, cool. Um, and nothing
1: else that's very obvious out the gate that I
0: see. Once again, you're just getting Uh, the very barest outlines with your infravision, and no, no heat signatures pinging. Um.
1: Oh man, the temptation is always so high, John. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, um. Can I peek my head uh around the corner of the um eastern ten foot poly? And just to confirm again, all of the floors here are workstone, right?
0: Uh. Yeah. Well, okay. So. It it there's a lot of rocky debris on the ground in this chamber specifically. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of, of, of rock on the ground. Um, So I'm going to say that unless you bring in natural light, it's going to be very difficult to tell if it's natural floor or if it it continues to be flagstone.
1: Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, Now the Eastern quarter, when you kind of turn around, um, you should be aware that it's, it's actually pretty narrow. It's only about five feet wide, not 10 feet wide. And it's uh, definitely natural. It also slopes upward at a, at a, Around the same grade that the, the the passageway that you're in currently, or that you came down is as well. And it generally heads at a easterly, and then slowly kind of heads northerly, northeasterly, after about 10 feet. Um, and let's see, 10, 20, for about, so there's sort of like snaky natural corridor for about 30 feet, heading vaguely northeast, but mostly east. Before it seems to open up into a much larger chamber, but you can't really tell because you're not, you're not, you haven't actually entered the corridor. Is that too aggressive of a curve? Uh that's about right. That's about right. Okay. And then it opens to something. Yeah. Um now from there, you don't even have to take the time. You can definitely feel that there is moisture in the air coming from down that corridor.
1: Mm. Okay
0: it's pretty clear and you can actually hear whenever you're because you're still very quiet you just sort of peered around to your left and you listened right you can um you can hear like a just a slow like dink 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 of of like water dripping love it okay. Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to, uh, I suppose I will continue this incredibly hazardous solo journey and I'm going to pursue <laughs> <Solo>. the dinking, <laughs> the, dink, the dinking, um, uh, as quiet as I can, because I don't, I don't, I'm not quite ready to bring like the loud noises and light into this room, given the chittering I heard at the 20 sure. foot spot. Um, so I just want to very like quietly, uh, approach up that corridor towards the opening and see what I see.
0: Okay. Cool. Uh, give me one second. I need to check something. You don't have to worry about. It. Just give me one second. Sick. Love that. All right. Cool. <laughs> don't you worry. going to check, you know, a chart or two.
1: Mm, yeah. Mm, love that. Uh-huh. Just remember, I know how to teleport. <laughs> if I need to escape, <laughs> I'm running. <laughs> uh,
0: one turn passes. Don't you mm-hmm. worry. Just kind of doing a thing here. You know. Um. With. With that in mind, John, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But... <laughs> as my as my spidey senses kind of uh, tingle a little bit, can I actually have in one the palm of uh, my left hand, we'll say mm-hmm. the the two um, uh, gold solidi that went to the noblewoman, so that if I need to. <laughs> just like hit an escape i can try to engage that sure. or trap someone in it okay cool cool, yeah. cool thanks
0: okay so in one hand All you right. have the gold sold out what do you have in your other hand
1: uh in my other hand i think i guess uh, you can you
0: can hand shoulder hand. oculus with one hand that's how you would normally carry a two-handed sword anyways right we're not doing like the whole back scabbard thing right like well i have here's the
1: thing i'm an elf yeah i can use isocritus's wand now yes, yes i believe so yes, i'm sure gonna can. have isocritus's wand in the other hand okay yeah all right
0: back in action with that bad boy nice <laughs> that's
1: that's, that's yeah. what i'm gonna do okay yeah cool yeah
0: nope no prescription against using offensive spells when you're an elf so that's great um okay okay so the wand and the uh coins got it all right so you slowly when you're are you bringing everybody with you or just you
1: No, they're staying above. Oh, you're staying above. Okay. Just me moving as quietly as possible. Yeah.
0: Are they still in the pillar room?
1: They're in the pillar room. Yes.
0: Okay. Um,
1: I can, I can like, I can go back up and tell them I'll be back in a minute. If that's, I mean, why don't I do that? I suppose before I go too deep into this passage,
0: it'll take a turn. Yeah. If you want to go back up and just tell them. Because you do kind of like they might, yeah, they might get worried, like because you're being yeah. very, very so quiet. Uh, I
1: think, I think, <laughs> yeah. I think that's worth doing. So before I, I, I not to redact too much, but before I go d- into this tunnel, I want to turn back up because I'm just right at that corner. Yeah. Turn back up the stairs. I'm gonna go to the top, and I'm gonna say in like a slightly quieted voice, I'm gonna say, hey, um, there's a natural cavern down there. I don't want to, I don't know what might be down there. I heard some mild chick ch- chittering that might be rodents, but it was a ways away. But I'm going to be very quiet and use my InfraVision to look um, around the corner. Uh, but- if... If you hear me <laughs> scream. scream.
0: Come get me. Come. Um,
1: also also uh in that regard, Yoast can I have Yost kind of positioned at the top of the stairs, sure. of the southern stairs. Yes. Uh, we would keep and, watch. And Elizabeth as well, right? You are um, bra- so. very
0: brave of one, someone so skinny.
1: <laughs> yes, my, my uh my lack of experience
0: gives me great courage. <laughs> cool. Okay. No problem. We will watch here. Be careful. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so you go back down. So that took a turn just to relay the mm-hmm. info. All right. So now you're heading back down that uh, northeastern corridor. All right. So um, you head down there. And at the point where, you're, uh, where you marked there, it does open up into a large, uh, definitely natural Sort of rectangular. Once again, it's natural. So I'm, when I say rectangular, sure. do not draw like four sides. It's, it's yeah, I understand. Uh, but it's vaguely uh, uh, rectangular, wider east to west than it is north to south. So north to south, it's relative, relatively around thirty feet north to south. Relatively east to west, it's about one, two, three, four, about fifty feet. So fifty feet east to my, west, thirty feet north to south. You are coming in question. from the direct southwestern edge of it. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. I was going to say, does it kind of uh, continue in the trajectory?
1: Is it like a diagonal room, or am oh. I entering the corner, the corner of a roughly rectangular, like
0: east to west room? Does that make that, sense?
1: Yeah, the latter. The latter. Okay. Okay. So f- fifty long, twenty hall- high. High, uh, you said.
0: Fifty feet east to west, uh, thirty feet north to south. 30. Okay. Um, about thirty feet in from the west, there is a narrow five foot wide natural passageway that exits to the north and then immediately to your right, there is a very narrow, probably about three foot wide passageway that heads uh, vaguely southeasterly. Yep, that's good. And then uh, immediately to... Yep, you got it right there. It kind of heads, it's very narrow, and it heads kind of southeast. Okay. Maybe like a 30, yeah, that's a good angle, yep. Yep that's good now uh using once again your introvision. oh john i closed the pdf because i'm a moron <laughs> all right um where are you De- almost said the level number out loud but i caught myself one second
1: no rush i'm just gonna do some cleanup here because i'm neurotic <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: Single page view, okay. We are there, very good. What is that number? Got it. Sorry, reticulating spines, folks. It's a mega dungeon, there's a lot of stuff to look at. Okay, so this cavern is uh, damp and it's dripping. There are two pools of what appears to be liquid. You have no reason to believe it's anything but water, but you're not really sure. Um, mm-hmm. On either side of the cave. So, in the northwestern section, there's about a ten foot wide section that is uh, uh, liquid, and then basically the entire eastern side of the cave for about ten feet is also liquid. Um, and I'm talking about the uh, like all the way up to the wall on both of those, David. So it's not like a pool; it's like literally like uh, goes right. So, uh, I mean, it is a pool, but it but it abuts like the, the walls. Yeah. And then, kind of like this, the entire eastern side, like the whole, Uh, okay, but ten foot from it. Okay, that makes sense. Like this, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so there is. Let's see. You can see that there is a by the northern passageway to the left of it in the rock wall. There is a spear that has been thrust into the stone itself. And on the end of that spear there is a human skull that rests on it. Okay, northwest
1: against the wall. No no, no.
0: just west of the northern passageway that exits out of the room. There's a spear that's been thrust into the wall at like like you know normal normal height. And on the end, the butt end of that spear, there is a skull that's sort of hanging off of it. Okay. And there are some, there's something small and multiple that has been rammed into that skull itself, but you can't tell because once again, you're only using your infravision. All right. Uh, And that's all you can tell from with infravision, nothing is pinging.
1: All right. <laughs> there's our little impaled skull. Yeah. All right.
0: Um, you can hear dripping, and every clean. once in a while, like there's ripples in the water when it appears to be dripping from stalactites above. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, wow.
1: Um, and opposite to that spear, I see nothing on the southern wall that would indicate uh, perhaps. Uh, a like uh, trap, right? Like 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 work stone. I guess I wouldn't say it because of the infiltration. Like, I can't tell
0: what's worked and what. You wouldn't it. be able right. to tell, yeah, yeah. And to be clear, too, uh, I, I think I think you kind of picture it right. But the spear is like parallel to the ground. You understand? It's like someone like like had it at and then thrust it directly into the stone, and then let go. And so that like, there's this yeah. bar that's basically at like waist level, and then at the end yeah. of that bar, like kind of hanging out over the floor, is his skull. But there's like numerous things that have been put into the skull that you can't quite make out but it's you, you could tell because of the weird shape in your infravision that it's not like a normal human skull
1: uh amazing love that uh i, <laughs> I suppose mm-hmm. um oh man with with that i will uh turn back around and head up to my companions and say <laughs> hey i found something neat uh <laughs>
0: what are you moving at these days 90
1: uh, I, I am a full 120 because I am a, a,
0: a light-packed boy. And 120 I have a is, so that's 12. Uh, yeah, one, two, three, four. Yeah, we'll call it a turn to get back, even though it's not quite a turn, but
1: yeah. I'm going to basically convey what I saw and say uh, I found natural chamber with some water, um, some strange skull. And, and, and further passages. Uh, uh,
0: Wait, you just you just, it, you just glossed over that whole skull thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, well, I suggest that a lot of us go down and take a look at it. What do you say?
0: Well, you know, I'm game. I feel Let's nothing.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, I suspect safety is, uh, and I point in the direction uh, to, to the east. But prior to doing that, I am going to check out this cavern because I still think the waterfall has an exit.
0: Um, Lyda is all about it. She's like, "Yes, south. No to east." Yeah. <laughs> so she's okay. "I'm like, with you." You know? Yeah. And okay. Li- so
1: let's go ahead.
0: Uh, Elizabeth still with lantern.
1: Elizabeth still with lantern. I'm going to ask Elizabeth uh, when we get to the base of the stairwell to uh, stow the lantern. I can't remember if Elizabeth has a a, a, a hooded lantern or not. I know we had one at some point.
0: I don't think there's a differentiation. Point. I think we've just always said like it can, it can be hooded if you want it to be. Yeah,
1: let's let's have uh, her hood it, and okay. she can put her. They, they can like put their hands on my shoulder or make a line or whatever. I'm just going to say like because of the chittering, I don't want to cast any light into this chamber. And I would rather wait till we get to this
0: other one. But it's a short distance. Does okay, that make cool. sense? Gotcha. All right. Yeah, so, I'm going to do so. All right. And you're attempting to be as quiet as possible. Yes, incredibly quiet. Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. So you slowly make your way down. Um uh Elizabeth has to tell Lida to sort of, you know, stop with the you know, she's making like little excited noises. She's like, shh. Um and then when you enter the eastern passageway, uh she opens up the hood. And it illuminates as you get to the edge over your shoulder, rim Uh the the room proper, which is exactly as I described before. However, there is a couple of extra features that you can see. First of all, in the skull itself, um, mm-hmm. it appears to have been jammed. It must have <laughs> been like a deliberate, like not, not not like tossed in, but like went up to the skull and p- put them in hard. Is a bunch of primitive-looking darts. It almost it's like it gives like almost like a uh, like pinhead from Hellraiser sort of vibe, mm-hmm. right? But okay. not as like organized and refined as that, right. It's just sort of like it, but it's like dotted with all these like very primitive looking darts to be, to be clear. Um, like not, not sophisticated In the forehead, um, in the forehead, in the teeth, like just all around basically. Right. Um, have been put in there giving it a very sort of fearsome appearance basically. Um, uh, on the edge of this spear. In addition, however, though, you see that the, uh, uh, let me make sure I get this clear. There are clear signs of bare feet that everyone can notice. They they're not. There's no attempt to have been uh, to hide them that uh, that lead towards the north past that spear. All right. The feet themselves are relatively human sized perhaps a little bit larger, but they are clawed. All right. Okay. So Claude,
1: God I'm gonna do it to a smaller brush. Claude bare feet uh, footprints. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, what I recognize is as goblin. Uh, no, they appear to be larger than goblin. They appear to be slightly larger than human size, like a human male size. Sort of like a male, like size fourteen, maybe, right? Oh, larger. No. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah not like oversized. <laughs> you know what I mean? But just like slight, slightly larger than human. Sure. Um, and yeah. except for the claw marks at the tips of the toes, you would actually uh, easily mistake them to be just a large human's footprints. So it still has like the sh- the shape of like a of an evolved bipedal creature, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Not like a not like a bear is what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. I, I follow. Yeah. I follow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <clears throat> All right. Um, can, and, and nothing else in the room at first blush. Uh, no. Um, uh, the water, does it look like water? Uh, it does. is there it any like, like water. surface
0: phenomena? Uh, not, you can see there are constant ripples just from the slow <laughs> drips on either pool. Uh, but it appears to be clear and still water. You can see the, with, with Elizabeth's, la- uh, lantern light, you can see the bottom of it and it's very shallow. Um, okay. And you don't see anything of interest uh, in in there, but it does appear to be clear, clear, fresh, cold water.
1: Likewise, above it on the ceiling, uh, if I look for a source for these drips, it's just condensation.
0: There's no like obvious cracks or anything. That's like correct, that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. But the cavern um, itself is is um, totally natural. Like it looks more natural in the way you you actually drew it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah, no mistaking yeah, that this is just feel. like a naturally occurring cavern. Yeah, that's
1: great to know. Yeah. Um thanks for the drawing criticism, John. I really <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah.
0: Uh, just...
1: On that note, let me just fix it for you. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Just really um, pushing no. it, it, it uh, at the You call <laughs> you go, you
1: son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um uh no, but uh uh no, that's that's important information. Um okay. So, uh goodness. There's no current. I don't see it. It's just a, puddle. it's a shallow puddle. There's no direction in and out, in or out that I
0: see. Um, yeah. What would you, from what I... you can gather in this, like now it's like basically all, all the way lit with a lantern light is that there yeah. are depression, there are natural stone depressions, uh, where the water is. Sure. And the, and the condensation just seems to have collected on the stalactites and just slowly over the ages has basically filled those depressions with, um, with water. Right. So it doesn't seem to be any mystery to why the water sure. is there? You know what I mean. Good to know. Yeah.
1: Can I, uh, before looking into the Claude passageway, can we look into the uh, south uh,
0: westerly passage and see? Yes. Well, this, is the southern passageway, is narrow, very narrow. It's rocky and it's twisty. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. There are, but the first thing you notice right beyond the passageway, there are obvious and fresh blood stains that dot that passageway. Okay. They are. Okay. They are bright red and wet Wow okay and they appear to be um, a, a combination of like spatter and dragged blood. so there's like there's like a smear that kind of breaks every once in a while but a general smear that kind of glides along the path and then there's also some spatter along the edge of the walls and stuff like that <sighs> something bad happened here
1: okay um.
0: Oh, and the um, the passageway goes uh, slightly upwards. There's a slope that basically goes upwards. And it goes for, now that you're kind of looking in with Lisbeth, let's see, goes one, two, about 25 feet in that general vector right there. And then you can see that it's um, it ends in a ledge out into a wider space.
1: Okay, so something like that.
0: Yep, you got it.
1: Uh, the blood, uh, the spatter appears to originate right at the face of this entrance. In other words, it doesn't come from the room. It's it's as if this person was struck right there and then dragged from that point.
0: Possibly, yeah. Although it doesn't, it, it's it's hard, to, there's not like a huge pool like right there, like where like the most of the violence occurred or something like that, but um, but yeah, the smears sort of start right there at that passageway.
1: Hmm.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: can I just pick up a stone real quick and kind of like toss it into the hallway and see if it triggers anything, trap wise? Uh, you're trying to hit the hallway. You're trying to get over the ledge. No, just through the hallway. I just want to make sure this, there isn't an Indiana Jones trap waiting to smash okay. my head in. No, the rock, <laughs> right the the rock just the sort of the skitters head. along the ground. Okay. Okay. Um, I would. I'm going to ask them again to uh, stow the light, and I'm going to with infravision very. Very quietly and slowly approach the ledge until I can see something. I'm not in other words, I don't necessarily want to go to the lip of the ledge and reveal myself. I want to like kind of be peeking as I go. Does that make sense? Uh, so there's sure. any way for me to see, you know. Are you
0: gonna get down on all fours? And like
1: yeah. why not? Why not? That sort of thing. Why don't I why don't I why don't I why don't I crawl just so I'm not like a big silhouette and crawl towards the edge of it and look?
0: I think okay, that's cool. a great idea. All right, thanks so for you, the help. <laughs> so yeah, you you, you peer over uh, the, the lip sort of, and you can tell that you are about 30 feet above the floor of another large chamber. Now, uh, let me just get my bearings on this one real quick. So. Okay. Give me a second here. No worries. Take your time. All right. So this is a very strangely shaped room, um, but I'm gonna. So it's it's a, uh, Now you're using only using your dark vision, right? Yes. Okay. So you appear to be. Mm, <laughs> this is probably the oddest shape room that we come in because it's it's it's, it, <laughs> okay. it, it's it's weird because it's, it appears to be like a fusion of actual constructed stonework along with natural stonework, which makes it rather odd. Okay. Uh, okay. So. In general, we're talking about an oblong-shaped chamber that is approximately 40 feet north to south by about 40 feet east to west. You're coming in from the northwest, sort of in the middle of that. Um, don't worry about egresses for the moment. I don't even worry so- about doing to- I would ahead, just sort ahead, of roughly outline like a 40 foot by 40 foot sort of I'm section. coming from that northwestern corner. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you'll, you're just going to have to refine it as, a, as we kind of go. Fine. Yeah. I'm just going to do this to start. Is that is that a good starting point? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and once again, I got to kind of check to see what your dark vision would actually show. Okay, so you can, with your dark vision, with your, with your infravision, you can basically make out that and I'm, I'm talking very, very roughly here. Sure, there are finished sections like things that are definitely Arcantian that are gl- that you can glimpse to the west, the north, and the south, where there are smooth walls and floors that bet- that show that there was once like a purpose to like the this room. Okay. Okay. Um, the uh, when you look directly to your left. Along the northern section of the room, not only is it finished, but you can see that there is a mosaic, a large mosaic that takes up most of the northern wall. Um, But you can't really tell what it is, but you can just tell that there is some sort of intricate stonework going on there. Um, The central portion of the chamber, however, uh, looks like it was the product of some sort of like geological activity of some sort. Like the, the, the central portion appears to be like natural caverns. So the result is the floor itself is uh, rocky, covered with debris. Um, the entire area has that uh, level of humidity that the place that you came from also had. Um, and there are dozens of stalactites and stalagmites that have formed in the central area. And in the northern portion of the room, there is a light purple fungus that appears to be common in the area, but it's not bioluminescent, it's just sort of, in fact, you probably wouldn't even be able to tell the the color of it, of course. Um, Let's see. Yeah, and there are four particularly large stalagmites coming out of the ground, um, basically at the edges of where you sort of drew them here, roughly. It's like there's a bunch of stalagmites and stalactites hanging from the ceiling as well, but there there are particularly like large, almost like pillar-like stalagmites that dominate the room and sort of block a lot of the vision um, in the center of in the center of the room.
1: Are they are they in the cardinal directions like I did, or are they no, no, just no not, not, that's what I'm trying oh, okay. to
0: say. It's not cardinal. It doesn't seem to be any sort of purpose to it. It's just that you they are definitely like landmarks with uh, within the center of the room. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, interesting. Okay. Where is it here? All right. (laughs) Now, when you look (laughs) directly, when you look, uh, so you're appearing like across the room and you kind of see that, right? But then when you appear directly downwards, you sort of jerk back. Because right at the foot of that ledge, 30 feet down, which is pretty, pretty high distance, right? All the way down. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You can see that uh, uh, basically dumped in a pile right at the base of the cliff appear to be three corpses. Yowza! And they appear to be uh. fresh. And they also appear to have been partially devoured. They are in okay. pieces and ripped.
1: Partially. <laughs> this is a, I, I chose a really safe uh, <laughs> <laughs> direction to take. All right, love this. Uh, very cool room. Uh, like and su- subscribe, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, all right. So we have three fresh corpses below me that look humanoid. I assume. Oh, I mean, there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 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 and are the source of the blood? I'm guessing uh, the trail follows to those. It sure, the... it sure seems like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're
0: basically like lying flat in like a smear of blood
1: right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know there are large stalagmites slash stalactites at the center of the room, um, particularly on the floor. There's that rough hewn center, but uh, on the west, the north, and the south wall. I should mark them real quick with yellow as well, just for my own. Uh, there's some, some indication of like work stone uh, yes. and on the okay. north wall, there's a mosaic, correct? Yes. That the I north can't wall, there's see, but I'm that's, aware
0: of that's correct. Yeah. So there are three, Do I have e- sight of, sorry, go ahead. There, so there are three egresses from the room. There's the one that you're coming from. Um, mm-hmm. Then there are narrow passageways, each about five feet wide that appear to be natural. So the interesting mm-hmm. thing is, like the the west, the north, and the south, all have have once been Arcantian, right? But all of the egresses appear to be natural and narrow. So yeah. um, n- near the on the eastern wall, towards the northern end, there is a five foot wide passageway leading directly east. Um, it's natural, and then uh, on the southwestern section of the wall, there the uh, southwestern section of the cavern beyond all of this stal- stalagmites, there is another natural passageway that leads um, almost directly west but just slightly about 10 degrees southwest and you can see I'm from the from pass- your height from the height that you're at <laughs> right now that that passageway appears to slope downwards slightly and then in addition heading directly west um, at the part where it was definitely Arcantian, there is a ten-foot-wide passageway of Arcantian corridor that heads to the west. At the end of the
1: room. Yeah. Okay. Let me move some of my very messy notes, but uh, that's good to know. Um, yeah, you, you got
0: the the basic layout. Yeah, enough to work with at least.
1: Yeah, no, that's all. That's all I need to know. Um, uh, and then, ooh, 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 ooh. Um, yeah, sure, thereabouts. I'm
0: obviously off grid at this point, but okay. Uh, so it's then, it's thirty yeah. feet up, so there's no possible way for you to descend without um, help, sure. right? Well, I mean, not not possible. You could always just attempt to do the handhold, but you're not a thief, so you basically have a one in six chance of being able to free ball it. Um, but the uh, but um, I would say at this point, since we're almost at quitting time, that. You, you could certainly search this room, but that would be the last thing you do. But what we need to know for going forward is what is your is your plan to continue sort of just kind of progressing forward through here? Um, or do you want to backtrack and try somewhere else for next time? I think what I will likely do, uh,
1: barring one question I had about this room, which is the. Uh, like looking at the ceiling and seeing if there's anything up on it, it's all um, it's
0: basically like you're just riddled with um, differing okay. like, uh, uh, stalactites. No spider webs that I see, though, or anything like that. No okay. spider webs. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, I don't think I would continue. I plan to continue in this room, particularly. I would like to go and explore the clawed footprints to the north, okay. and so uh, uh, if we want to put that on hold and do that next time we can do that if we want to do a quick one now because you think it's possible i'm happy to do that but what i would basically do is i'm going to explore the immediate vicinity of either of them and then make a conclusion on on whether i continue or go up the way lida came uh, Uh, up
0: the eastern stairwells uh, from the blue room does that make sense okay so basically if you don't see anything that immediately draws you forward here you're going to head eastern eastwards out of the pillar room I'm probably going to head back up and go eastwards out of the Pillar. Yes. Okay. So let's just
1: continue for on for just a, like,
0: yeah. like 15 more minutes. Yeah. Is that cool? Sure. That's All right. Fine so by me. It's
1: good with you. Uh,
0: you said you had a question about this room first, though. That was it. That was that. Uh oh, okay. the um, the uh, ceiling. This ceiling. Okay. All right. So you're gonna. So I'm gonna say it took a turn. Uh, don't mind me. Okay. So now it's 11 a.m. and then you're going to backtrack. a uh, back up that corridor into the pool room, um, and head north through that passage. Okay, so that passageway goes north, but it heads in about about ten degrees northeast from true north. Okay. Okay. It widens almost immediately to be a, a roughly about ten feet wide, but it's still natural, and it slopes generally downward. Um. Okay, so it goes about ten northeast, and then it go opens to ten foot wide. Yeah. Now here, though, uh, it appears that the stone gives way to a combination of like earth and rock. So the wall is rock, but the but the ground uh, kind of morphs into like more of, like a compact earth, a little bit. Okay. Which direction? Um, sorry, is the ten foot wide segment going continuing northeast? Continuing in that vector, about ten degrees to the northeast. Yeah. Okay. okay but it's it's sloping um, downward okay slightly okay um, Which should should lead you to the con- conclusion about how you've drawn the map so far right um, yes yeah okay. um, now the oh I was I was wrong so it's rocky okay but the so when you enter the quarter earth, thick earth you 're definitely leaving footprints slightly slight impressions on this compact earth the walls mm-hmm. themselves, even though they're stone it looks like they've been coated deliberately with mud so they're caked with mud the whole tunnel has basically been caked with mud um, and everything is basically damp and slippery in here right so it's very very moist slippery and you're definitely getting like like a uh, like a like a tunnel. Sort of feel to it, like a cloaca, almost sort of feel to it. You know what I mean? As mm-hmm. you're kind of as you're kind of moving through, it's it's vaguely unpleasant, kind of cold but damp, um, and you kind of have to watch your footing as you're going forward. You hear is sort of whimpering behind you. Um, Yos eyes are wide as he's sort of looking around. Now ahead of you, um, let's see. After about twenty feet of that passageway, as you're kind of heading vaguely, north, actually you could probably see it before you even entered the tunnel. You see that there is. Um, uh there is a let's see um yeah so you can see as you're moving carefully that that the floor itself isn't level right it's natural but there appears to be slight mounding happening not at regular intervals but just sort of like it you know it's just Uh, it's slippery. You've got to be kind of be careful, but then like a little bit ahead, about 20 feet, you see that the the floor sort of raises just a little bit like almost like a little speed bump, right? Before it lowers again. And then it kind of continues on and you can kind of see another one.
1: (laughs) I don't want to go too far and start sliding down this, like a a water park. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Uh, fascinating. Uh, Cool. I think I uh, will uh, probably just stop them and not continue. I'm a little worried. I mean, I'll say this, like how, how, when we're talking about slick, I'll I'll do this. Here's what I'll do. Cause, cause why not? We got a couple minutes. Uh, I have a rope. I'm going to ask Yost to tie. I'm going to tie one into me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask Yost and, and Lisbeth and Leda to stand up towards the entrance to the chamber where it's dry Mm -hmm. and they've got footing Mm -hmm. and I'm going to slowly proceed down the hall towards the first hump.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The slope is super gradual, up. super gradual. So even yeah. if like, even if you slipped and lost your footing, you would just, you would just land on your back. Okay. okay right. That's my misunderstanding. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not, it's not whatever. like a, like a super grade. It's, it's more like, like you see my hand. Yeah. All right. Here's flat. It's not like this. It's more like, like this. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean?
1: So it's not yeah. immediately dangerous. Okay. Well, here's what I'll do. I, I'll keep the rope thing. Cause why not? Yeah, uh, but I will um, uh, Lisbeth or Yost have I think Lisbeth has like a sling or something, right? Rope
0: tying took a turn.
1: No problem. While while we're doing that, can I get Lisbeth to to hurl with their sling a rock at one of these mounds and see if it responds in an interesting way
0: from a distance? Uh, yeah, with their sling? Okay, yeah. So she, she wings it and it hits uh, one of the mounds. It it, it it plunks into like the mud on the ground, but it, it there is a sound. Um, you almost hear like a, like a, like a, strangely enough, like a snapping, like a, like a wood snapping, like just like a little, like a, like a twig snapping is almost what you hear, which does not match up with what you're seeing on the ground in front of you. <laughs>
1: what this is is, i i I love it and it's and the thing is this is this is like a rabbit hole i could go deeply in uh i will i will i will do one thing before proceeding out of curiosity because Mm -hmm. i think we're gonna run out of time um but i have to check inventories uh i don't i and what i wouldn't do for that bag um what are you looking for I need like a shovel or a spade um, but, but uh, or something that I could that I could essentially like try to discern a below mud depth is what I'm trying to figure out like is there something you know what I mean like I'm, I'm being very this is maybe a very strange conclusion to draw from all of this gang but whatever Elizabeth
0: has spikes uh,
1: Um, yeah spikes and I have let's see just to confirm or the edge have, of a shield maybe I was thinking maybe a shield. Yeah, what if, what if, can I grab Elizabeth's shield and kind of dig into the mud a bit
0: and see. At the edge of the mound? I don't want to be on the mound. And when I say mound, it's like barely any, I mean, it's just like a slight raise in the floor, you know what I mean? You know. Here's what I'll do before before that. I'm going to go to the edge of the mound, okay? I'm going to
1: take Isokrits' staff and I'm going to slowly push it into the mound and see if it keeps going.
0: Okay, so it goes, it does, it, it goes in for like maybe just like an inch or so through the mud, like it squelches into the mud, similar to like how Elizabeth Slingstone did. Um, and then you can hear it hit something that's solid under there, and you can hear like a slight, uh, like the same sort of sound, something snapping, just like a brick, like a, something wooden breaking. I hate this. Only, only so- like an inch below the mud. You know what I mean? No, I know, I know. But that, but that, uh, w- but that wood snapping sound. It, like if you're judging by the distance, that like you know, you're reaching forward and putting the staff down onto the mound, and so mm-hmm. like, if what you're judging is correct, the wood snapping sound appears to be right at the level where your feet would would be. You just you know what I mean? Like that's that's. So what, what I'm saying is like that mound is only like an inch, an inch tall. That's why I said speed bump. You know what I mean? It's like barely. Yeah,
1: no, I know. I, know. I, I don't know why I'm so. I'm getting really stuck on this mound. <laughs> I hope I'm describing it right. I don't know if I'm doing a good job. No, I think. I think. Yeah. I mean, it, or I'm just particularly dense because it's late. Um, um, I'm just curious why there's wood. Uh, okay. Uh, it's one one last thing. I'm gonna stow the staff. I'm gonna bring Oculus back out. Sorry, old boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and rather than poking yes. down, I'm gonna try to like flush with the floor. I'm gonna try to like push the 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 um, tip of oculus in and like pry up as if to lift the stick thing that i'm hearing if, if at all possible
0: in other words okay. i'm trying to like pull out of the mud whatever this other thing is does that make sense i understand yep yep exactly okay so when you try to lever it up you can hear a bunch of uh like it appears to, it feel like a bunch of what appears to be fragile wood break um and then oh Almost the entire section of that quarter basically raises up without much of an effort on your part using the leverage of the, of, the, of the sword. And then the whole mechanism sort of just sort of splinters apart as if it was pretty shoddily made or deliberately shoddily made. As the mud sort of sloughs off and you see that there is a 10 foot by 10 foot section of the, of the natural quarter that has been covered with a, a very rough, very primitive looking latticework of hard reeds. And then mud has been covered over that in order to camouflage it. So most of the reeds having been pried up by the sword basically fall apart like the lattice work was never it wasn't really tied that well, right? Mm-hmm. Um and they uh, uh a lot of them basically fall into what appears to be a pit in the middle of the corridor. A pit trap. Okay. Yeah. okay. Or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Well There you go. And you hear them clatter below almost immediately. It doesn't sure. Matter. Yeah, sure.
1: Um, okay. Uh, last but not least, can I shine a light down the pit and just see if I see anything down there?
0: Yeah, sure. So they are, it's 20 feet down. So it is actually kind of a steep drop. Um, and down there you can see that there are sharpened wooden stakes in them. Yeah. Okay. And they have all, uh, not only are they sharp, like what What is it? Pungy, what were the name of those sticks? I know, I know you Vietnam. mean, I'm not sure. Yeah. 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 Not only are they arranged like that, but all of the tips of them have been mm-hmm. smeared with filth. Oof. Yeah. I don't want to get stuck by one of them. There is no one um, in there, though. No one appears to have fallen victim to this yet. And uh, I don't see, uh, you know, just because,
1: how could I not ask? I don't see any other tunnels or
0: passages at the bottom of this pit trap you do do not, I? that no. might lead in no. a different direction. All right. Yeah. Um, cool. I mean, I think. So a similar one thing that you can determine, uh, before we quit for the night is the same level of construction of the pit, that same level of primitiveness and shoddy workmanship reminds you of the type of darts that have been put into the skull prior to entering the corridor, which I should probably have inspected, but I
1: didn't (laughs) further, but that's, that's quite all right. Uh, that's, uh, that's amazing. Um,
0: that gives me a lot to go on. Uh, And so knowing that, does that change your plan? Do you want to continue down this corridor or do you, or do you still plan to uh, head down the, uh, the Eastern stairway back at the Billy room?
1: I don't think I'm going to continue down that. I I find it very interesting, uh, but I I don't think I'm going to continue down that corridor right now. I'm far more intrigued either by escape or, you know, just other stuff. So, so I think we can table that for now. Okay. Cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's that. Pretty okay, much. Okay. Cool.
0: So what we can do is we can say first of all, when you're at that trap, you can basically continue to draw um, a rough stone, rough stone, ten foot wide passageway that's going in that same vector for the following sixty feet, right? Like your vision would show that. Okay. Um, so I'll just say one, two, three. Uh, plus sixty. Because it's yeah, and it goes under obviously underneath the the worked stairway. Oh, that's um, true. I could just do this then. Why don't I do this? So, yeah. like,
1: hold on. I, know, I might be going too hard with my angle here. So, uh, that's about right. But, so about 10, 20, 30. I have so many notes that I need to
0: <laughs> not have a It's fine. Ted not will right. clean it all up for us. So
1: it's yeah, fine. I'll clean it. Yeah.
0: So that's what, that's 10, 20, 30, like yeah. around that length-ish. Yeah. That's about how far okay. your InfraVision reaches. And right at the edge of your InfraVision there, you can see, okay. um, so right at where you stop drawing, there's another mm-hmm. slight little mound.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. Uh, uh, awesome. okay. Awesome. Okay. And then we'll call it one turn to return back to the pillar room. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. And then we can start fresh with you there. So um, just so you're aware, it is now 11.20 a.m. So you spent two two hours and 20 minutes doing what you did today. All right. That's awesome. We So we have officially split the party three ways. <laughs> three ways. What have we brought upon ourselves? We shall see. <laughs> uh, we had long discussions both amongst ourselves and with the community on our Discord server yep. about... Uh, it, should this be the case, uh, would I be able to handle it? And the question is, I don't know, but I'm up for the challenge. We're going to see. I've run split parties before for short times, um, and other campaigns, but never with old school, um, and never with three, three ways. So, um, and we got a lot of awesome feedback from, um, everyone about whether or not we should do like one episode at a time. We focus on one team at a time, or if we should switch back with natural pacing within the episode. And I'm going to go with the latter, so um, uh, I had lots of great arguments on either side, and I really appreciate them. They were well reasoned out, but I think just for my own style of playing, I'm going to feel better about um, switching off at natural points. Um, the good thing yeah. for the players is is that none of the players are ever going to be um, uh, just being wallflowers and not participating. Um, so in each so we're going to have basically three teams, team A, uh, the A team, the B team, and the C team, David Rin is going to be the primary of the C team. Okay, um, so you are you were officially C-team. The other players will always be playing alternate characters, whether they be retainers who are now going to be full-fledged PCs, at least for the time being, or bringing in new characters. But most of the time, it's going to be um, retainers. So for the C-team here, uh, next time we meet and we focus on C-team, it will be David obviously playing Rin, um, but Ted will play Yost because Yost was Mort's retainer. And then... Matt will play uh, Elizabeth because Elizabeth was Everizio's retainer. Lyda is off is off is not a not a uh, uh, playable NPC, um, and so Mike will be bringing in a new first level PC um, that'll be the only brand new person on C team and likewise it will uh, the same sort of thing will happen with a team and b team but we'll discuss that later but uh, just so everyone knows well, where that is how we're going to pick things up with episode 51 it is uncharted territory for all of us i believe with this uh, sort of level of split party and i just want to put it out there real quickly that it may be untenable like it might just might not yeah. be gameable it might not be able to be handleable this is already a very complex mega dungeon um and having to handle three different pos- um D- different exploratory areas is going to um might be t- too taxing on me. We'll see how it works out, but I'm willing to give it a yeah. go. No, I think it makes a lot of sense. I
1: I not much to add. I can just you know, piggyback on on what you're saying by saying yeah, like uh I as we said at the beginning, I did not know what any of the consequences were for the rest of the party and I'm going to go watch it now probably, yeah. right? That was very exciting for me, but one thing I did want to make sure of because I was also avoiding reading uh our public discord for spoilers. Uh, amongst the group was like, you know, typically our path of least resistance is like the smart way to go and keep it, keep it non-split. But because it's already a split scenario, it's a really interesting opportunity that we have here. And because you know uh, we trust each other and we trust y'all, it doesn't it's not the end of the world if it doesn't work, right? Like, right. but yeah. why, why not try it? So that did definitely inform my, <laughs> what just happened, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, beyond that, I also like naturally as my character and in general found it interesting not to just follow suit, but I, that was definitely something I wanted to confirm prior. And these guys have yeah. been awesome sports. So it's a, it's a fun, fun thing. I it think should, it just, should be uh, fun, yeah. And
0: uh, to, to reiterate yeah. too, David has, uh, we can promise you, has, not, does, has no idea what happened to the rest of the party. He's about to find out um <laughs> i hope i made it. i
1: hope I, I hope i didn't really fuck myself over <laughs> you'll <laughs> find either. out no, i can't wait um but that's but that's been the,
0: the whole fun part of this is that david um literally played this whole session um uh, with only the knowledge that rin actually would have had so he's not he's not using meta knowledge at all um mm-hmm. so it, i think it's really really cool because you came about the decisions that you did uh naturally without any influence from um the knowledge that you wouldn't have had in the first place so and, and frankly like
1: not, not to detox in the session, but the one thing I'll say is like, I didn't expect to be able to like pry out the eyes and stuff yeah so like, even my best appraisal was like maybe i'll go to one of the stairwells if i can find a way of like like i said metal gear solid style circumventing the teleportation mm-hmm. um and if not well then i'll be teleported the fact that i was able to prime, i'll think well i can't not have these right like, <laughs> yeah it's, you know, absolutely it's just, it completely solidifies in the action right the decision making in, in, in a different direction like there's yeah. just no way to like deny that uh yeah, point, I it, was cool. it was cool yeah,
0: yeah. so yeah. uh yeah, the the good side effect too is if we can handle it, um, this could be very effective for um, uh, exploration purposes because you're not on you're not as a group moving through one section right, true. Like you're simultaneously true. moving through three. You know, that's um, very so, true. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, yeah. you'll you'll triple your um your the amount that you're actually exploring, which is pretty cool. All right, so uh, yeah we 'll leave it there. That was a much longer that was a full session basically of attack on Effects, but I, I that's thought okay we're go
1: for like forty minutes <laughs> I know I know,
0: but it was worth it. It was totally fun. We got uh, a lot it was done, fun, man yeah, yeah. and you 're only two and a half hours in, so um, i 'm going to have to rectify like how that lines up with everybody else 's timelines, and we 're going to have to keep sure. three separate um, time trackers but That'll be well, one of, one of my crosses me. to bear in the new session. Yeah. <laughs> thanks
1: for running with me. I, I was waiting for you to like do the wink and be like, let's cut it here. <laughs> and you just didn't. I was like, okay, well,
0: yeah, yeah. Rolling, yeah that's baby. Fine. I, th- I think everyone will be happy <laughs> happy to see it. So uh, I hope everyone enjoyed this uh, Attack on Effects, no. technically episode 50.5. And we will see you next time for episode 51 of The Halls of Ardenville. Uh, please do not forget to like and subscribe. And don't forget that we also have a Patreon, which you should definitely join. Lots of cool benefits. And we have a, a freely available public Discord, which you definitely join Join the conversation. And don't forget to check out our first publication known as Feats of Exploration, which you've seen in every single episode, in which you can freely access in the video descriptions of every past episode of Art and Fool. So please go check that out on DriveThruRPG and itch.io. Links are down below in the description. And until that time, thanks everybody and we will see you next session. Bye now. Thanks, John.